do jazz hands. Okay, we are live, guys. Um, this is episode, what I believe is episode 137 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Obviously, it's, you know, it's Valentine's Day, and I planned on coming on and talking about more um, fun, high-spirited things. Unfortunately, here in Florida, we had a school shooting that has left, at this point, 17 people, children dead, mostly children, I think, and others wounded, I think maybe up to like 20 people. Um, this is going on in the southern part of Florida, in Broward County. It's pretty horrible. It's a uh, parent's... Uh, worst nightmare pretty much. And I have um, one child that's still in high school and another one just started college. So um, I know what lots of parents are feeling out there. And I would definitely not want to know what those parents that lost their children are feeling. Horrible, tragic thing. You know, we're here every day though, and we're here to talk about things. So we're going to discuss this. Um, On the show with me tonight, I have uh, 13C Reviews. Joe, thanks for coming on, Joe. Certainly. And I also have Patrick R. Patrick Roberts of the Firearm Rack joining hey. us. We've got no video on you. Are you not showing us your face today? No, no, I'm on my phone. I'm, I'm currently working as well oh. as talking. So. Okay, cool, cool. And we will have Kevin Dixie joining us here at sometime later, at least for about an hour or so. And uh, Walter's coming in as well. I think Walter's got some work, as you guys know. Got back from, I think he just got his shipping container back from SHOT Show, and he's got lots of work to catch up on. So I expect him to come in at some point here. Um, we're also going to leave this open for you guys to talk about things that you want to. You know, all of this news started developing, I would say, in the last uh, two hours or so, maybe a little bit more than that. So, I mean, this could be days, weeks, or never before we know what actually happened. And... Uh, yeah, I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think we're ever going to really like have any clear idea as to what happened. Because if you look back at any of the other tragedies that have happened recently where guns were involved and multiple uh, casualties uh, occurred, like we never know. You get the initial reports where somebody says what well, it looked like in the AR-15. It turns out to be an SKS or it turns out to be something else. You know, the only thing that they ever clarify is body count and the, and the shooter's name and glorify the whole act. So yeah. I don't think we're going to know. I, I agree with you on that. I mean, um, we could pull up the news here and, and, and see what's streaming out so far on the news. Um, as I said, uh, 17 dead in South Florida, high school shooting, former student. And this this headline says used high powered rifle. Um, I did. I did find a quote where it said that uh, a sheriff said or a representative of the sheriff's office said that it was an AR-15 with quote unquote count. Mm-hmm list magazines yeah yeah so I, it looks go ahead i was gonna say i heard that exact live quote from the sheriff on there yeah uh, and that's that's in the news articles also um ar-15 rifle with quote-unquote countless magazines um so this is a 19 year old it looks like that was expelled from the school at 19 i doubt that you're you know you could still be in high school at 19 years old for various different I, reasons I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of put a pin in that uh, for a second. I, I I'd really rather us not like uh, speculate about the reason behind it. Like it's nothing that we're ever gonna know. And like talking about the motivations behind something terrible like this does nothing else uh, other than like it put the idea in other people's heads that maybe this is how I'm gonna deal with my issues. So I don't even want to talk about the dude. I don't give a crap what his name is. I don't care about his story. 
I think that whoever is in his life should have done a much better job paying attention to his mental health situation. And I think that we need to make this a mental health issue, not a gun control issue, and not about the shooter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's just solely a mental health issue? Dude, there is a serious mental health issue in this country, like a bad mental health issue. Everyone, I mean, a, a rational, functioning member of society doesn't go to a school and shoot 17 people. They don't do that. It's not something that, that, that enters somebody's mind who is a productive member of society. That is something that is, uh, that, that's an action that's a result of somebody who is not in the right frame of mind. Yes, absolutely. I think it's a mental health issue. Like, and I, I, I don't know about, like I said, I don't know his reason why he did it. But each and every time we have one of these terrible tragedies, it's conducted by somebody who's just a little bit off their rocker. They're playing uh, a few cards short of a full deck. Something is wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what, you know, do you think there's something that we could do about that other than what we've, you know, what we already have out there laws wise or. I, I mean, the easy answer is to stop spending so much money on gun control and spend that money on mental health awareness. Okay. Teach people what to look for. Teach people that it's okay to get help if they need help. Like too many people get in this mindset that they're broken if they've got something that might not be quite right up there. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. Yeah, Everybody has something that they can be better at. Everybody can get use some sort of mental health improvement. Mm-hmm. Some of us just need a whole lot more improvement than others. It's not a wrong thing. But like focusing on the mental health issue in the country – Maybe if you want to, you know, pass some sort of gun law because it makes you feel better, pass one where we have to have some sort of um, reporting system for mental health professionals if there isn't one already or that it has to be utilized. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't, don't disagree get... with you that we, you know, I, or I should say well, I agree with you that we don't need to pass any more gun laws, um, you know, and I think definitely there's something broken within the people in our society that do this. For sure. There's something incredibly broken inside those people that decide to go out there and something horrible is happening in their lives. They decide to destroy other people for it. I think we're all human beings on this planet. And we have good days and bad days. Sometimes we have good years and bad years or lots of things going on in our lives and we all deal with it in different ways. You know, Um this is like not even close to an acceptable way of handling it. Like if you want to eat a bullet, also unacceptable, but far less damaging. If you want to, you know, overdose, if you want to, um, you know, do a bunch of drugs and turn into a, a, a shitbird, those are ex- like more acceptable ways of dealing with whatever plight is in your life. When you start going to a facility and shooting other people that had no bearing whatsoever on whatever situation your life currently is in. Not only is that fucking cowardly, but it's 100% the wrong action, and somebody should have noticed a warning sign. If we weren't so self-absorbed by garbage videos and video games, whatever the hell Celebrity A or Celebrity B is doing with their time, like we need to be more focused on the people that we love. If somebody was focused on this kid, it might not have happened. Right. Okay, now, so... I think that's a good point you're making there. Um, Joe, I know you probably want to chime in here. Let me also welcome Kevin. Kevin just came in. What's up, Kevin? What's going on, gentlemen? How are you today? How you doing, uh, sir? Ah, uh, man, just fine. Just fine. Okay. Good to um, Guess we're talking about the unfortunate incident today? Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Joe, did you have something you wanted to say here? 
you know, it's it, it obviously it's going to be a little difficult to talk about. Um, I, I know a guy whose daughters were uh, down there, um, and I talked back and forth with him just a little bit. Um, it's uh, you know, I've got three daughters of my own. Um, we started homeschooling uh, when uh, when my youngest was born. Uh, and we've transitioned fully. Now everybody's homeschooled, except for my oldest, who's graduated now. But, um, you know, it, it, it's definitely a scary situation. And wh- when we look at like this this uh, this murderer from today, um, and generally speaking, I don't like to use their names or anything along those lines. I mean, he's a murderer, so we'll just leave it at that. But... Um, he was a former student, you know, 18, 19 years old. Um, I've heard both back and forth and a former student who was expelled there. So um, obviously we can speculate what the motive is and, you know, we won't get too off the rails on that. But obviously he chose this place, I would think, because, you know, of whatever experiences he had there that caused him to be expelled. Um, you know, when you're looking at a targeted situation like that, you know, we've seen a lot of calls, for example, of, you know, be it for gun control or for metal detectors. Um, you've seen all these things. Well, you know, it, a lot of these things are feel good measures like we already talked about. And, you know, it, you know, metal detectors don't do anything uh, when you, know, you have a guy like this who comes in basically shooting right out of the gate. It's not like he, you know, the student there and waited all day to start shooting. You know, he was uh, he was calculating he came in on the assault. So for yeah. all intents and purposes. Right. I think I agree with you on the point. I think our schools are the softest of soft targets and we're not really doing anything about it except putting up signs saying no gun zones, Mm -hmm. you know, and very little training that we're doing, you know, because I think if they really spent time thinking about what they can do to combat this, it would be very difficult for them to ignore that to combat this. You need people in place to combat this, to push back. 100% disagree. It, it, this wasn't really that much of an issue until recently with the sensationalism of, uh, you know, 24-7 news and constant information. Like these people become immortal over overnight. Like for all we know, this kid could have had some sort of incident at school. And, and, I, and I'm not going to speculate about it. But, if, for example, he had some incident at school where he felt like he was a nobody and got expelled as a result of some interchange. And then thinks, man, like – I can be famous now. Maybe they'll respect me then. So the, adding more people to the equation isn't the fix. Like figuring out what the hell we're doing wrong in the school system, what the hell we're doing wrong when we're dealing with children and, you know, however they're being brought up, that's where we're going to fix the problem, not adding more solutions to the fix. Like focus on the problem at hand, not mask it with, you know, more people. Yeah, I think, but I think unless we the take windows, a- I mean, I I can't I will not argue with you that people need to do a better job of raising their children. But unless we take over the raising of every child, you know, which is going to approach communism, we we need other things in place to to protect other people's children who don't decide to do these things. No, and I'm not I'm not suggesting that we, you know, take over how a kid's raised. What I'm suggesting is if you look at how. okay. Hank, look back at how you were treated when you, whenever you misbehaved in school. Mm-hmm. Were there were there paddlings back then? You know, sure, was, but, was but, there corporal punishment? Is there now? Um, okay, so that depends on where you're talking about that. I went to school. I think for me, it's a little different because I went to school both inside of America and outside of America. Mm-hmm. And I went to school. One of the places I went to school was in Nigeria, and things like this happened in the '80s. 
It's not a recent thing that happened. People decided to attack other people and they went after soft targets for whatever reason. So when I went to when I went to school in Nigeria, there were armed guards. I'm not saying that they would have done an awesome job if something went down. And when I was a kid, I remember thinking about this when I was in school. Also, when I came to America in the 80s, I was I didn't even want to go to school here, even though I lived through what I did in Nigeria, because kids in schools were getting stabbed all the time. All kinds of things were happening to them. So in the 80s, my school had metal detectors and all kinds of stuff. There were shootings. There were people doing all kinds of things to people. And, you know, that's 30 years ago. At this point, I graduated high school 30 years ago. Right. So. Uh, and I'm not dis- I'm not saying that this didn't happen. It just didn't happen with the same frequency. We're not seeing, you know, like mass casualty events like we were 10 years ago. Not to my recollection. There, at least. there, there was actually a pretty good um, I don't want to call it a study, but there was a pretty good article on that. I think John Lott had a hand in it um, and a couple other big names actually documenting the instances of murders slash mass murders um, and these various events over time, over the past, I think it was like 100, 200 years almost. And the, they're for based on population uh, increases, uh, the, that, that white paper, if you will, didn't actually really show an increase in the trending. It's kind of held steady. Um, I, I, I think the increases, you know, the only reason why we're seeing it more is the modern 24-hour news cycle we've already talked about. Well, yeah, we've got that. And then obviously we have more people as well because I think numerically there have been more as of late. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't have all the answers tonight. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm wrong about all, a lot of stuff often. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, we, these are all opinions that we have, and we each have our own opinion. Kevin, did you want to weigh in on this? Yeah, man. Um, first, you know, uh, much like uh, much like other people, I know some some folks in that immediate area, so I, I reached out as well and, um, you know, made sure everybody was okay. Uh, fortunately, they are. Um, I would just like to say, you know, I don't know if any of those families will watch this. I know it'll live on the Internet forever. Uh, but I'm sorry for what your family had to experience, you know, um, whether your student staff or whatever, that's unfortunate. Um, I would say that once we, we get past that, we have to understand, and this isn't about trying to, to preach and throw two way down anybody's throat or anything like that, but we need to understand from a human standpoint, cowards attack the weak. That's why we call them cowards. Uh, they attack the unsuspecting, they attack the weak, uh, they are, you know, and I understand that this this person might be 18 or 19 years of age, but you know what? You're just a young coward, you know, either way you look at it. Um, it's it's unfortunate, whatever mental uh, instability, because to do something like that, something mentally is wrong. OK, so I don't make fun of mental instability, but whatever uh, that individual was going through, that's unfortunate. Whatever. But to have to push that and probe that against innocent people that are there to get an education or work, uh, no matter what their capacity was, and make them victims is something cowardly to do. So um, it's it's unfortunate. I, as far as resolutions, look, in the 90s, when I was in high school, we had metal detectors. OK, um, so I'm used to being searched and checked when I go into school. I actually transferred out of that school when I came out into the hallway one day and the FBI pulled 76 guns out of a kid's locker. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, I, I forged all my mom's signatures and transferred myself away from that school. So I understand the risk and I, we never had a school shooting. Um, and he wasn't bringing the guns in there to sell the kids to shoot at school. It was about following them back out to the neighborhoods. But, um, it was, 
It, it, it's, it's unfortunate to know that our kids just can't go to school and be safe. You know, you just can't go to church and be safe. You Hell, you just can't go to your mailbox nowadays and be safe. Um, that is an unfortunate, um, unfortunate thing. But I wish that people would get their political views aside and understand the human value that we need to be able to protect people. So I'm not I don't know the layout of that school. And I'm a, I'm a tactician when it comes to things like that. So I don't know the layout of that school. I don't know if uh, having, you know, a retired guy do security there or whatever is the answer. But I will say the answer is protection. However, we need to do that. The answer is protecting these people. And um, I don't know when we're going to learn a lesson that the more we try to disarm and the more we broadcast areas that unarmed, the more these people are going to get the gumption to go and attack those areas. Another thing I would like to add, um, and this was a post that got taken down and I'm glad the idiot that posted it took it down. Um, one thing I would like to add, look, whether it's a school shooting, whether it's a concert shooting, whether it's 9-11, guys, people are not doing these things based off your race, creed, color, or religion. They are attacking you because they either you're American or they understand that you're in a position where you can't defend yourself. We need to come to the point where we realize it is us, the good guys, against the cowards. And we need to do whatever we can to make sure that the weak and unsuspecting are better prepared and we're doing all we can do to protect them politics and all that bs aside so that's what i have to say about that man i just hope we um i pray for those families that's unfortunate i couldn't imagine i don't have a kid in high school yet but i got a kid in middle school man i i, I don't know what i would do if i had to get that phone call so prayers for those parents um prayers for anybody that was injured prayers for the staff i'm glad law enforcement did their job and man it'd be my wish that this never happens again yeah okay uh, anyone want to respond to that? I don't know. Do we still have uh, where's Patrick R? No, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree with you. And I see in the comments, um, we're, we're, we've got several comments like that. Um, RTS guy says, I sincerely wish that people would be told that evil exists. We don't yeah. always need to be to fear it, but be aware of it. You know, and this is the reality. I mean, regardless of age or whatever reasons and all that, I, I mean, you know, I agree with you. I don't really give a crap about reasons. I don't care to glorify someone for doing something horrible like this. But, yeah, this evil. Evil exists, yeah. you know, um, and you can have evil in a very young child, much less uh, someone in this age category is a man. As far as I'm concerned, um, I think you hit manhood way before that. It doesn't matter what society or whatever puts on it, you know, um, and, and you're, an, you're an evil person when no matter what your problems are, you decide to turn it on people who didn't do anything to you um, and just destroy them and then affect all the people connected to them. So and I, I really think that we you know, we have to think that we're wide open to this. We're, we're so wide open to this. It's not it's not even a joke. Like this is a horrible thing to hear about today. And we're living in a world where we hear about it every now and then, maybe every few months you know, every half a year or a year or so, we hear about something horrible on this level and we don't realize how bad it could really, really, really be. Yeah. We don't realize how many enemies we have in the world and how easy it is for those enemies that already exist here or for ones to come over borders and, and do very similar things to us. And not just with guns, not just with AR-15s, anything, anything can be turned in to... Um, to a vehicle or, or an object of destruction or mass destruction like this. I mean, in New York, several months ago, we had a guy who went and rented a U-Haul truck and used that to, to um, do something very similar, right? Mm -hmm. 
You know, so there's so many things that people can turn around and do this to us with. So it really doesn't have that much to do, I think, with the guns. These are just tools that, that someone uses in this instance. Mm-hmm. What we have to do is have the ability to fight back in that moment against that thing that happens. You know, and I'm not saying that's good. That's not going to save you. But, you know, um, I was just talking. The owner of Big Daddy Guns was just in here and he was telling me he did some training with with our local uh, SWAT guys that react to stuff like this. And they say in an instance like this, someone dies every 11 seconds. So when you have something like this going on, someone's dying every 11 seconds. And when they're trying to tell people what to do about it, they tell them fight back as much as you possibly can because it's going to take them a while to get here. And even in this situation, I think we, you know, it's pretty obvious to me. I don't know if there was a school resource officer or whatever, or if that was the first target, but it's going to take tens of minutes in, in lots of cases for someone to get there and start doing something about it. And you have to be able to fight back. So Hank, can I, can I add to that? Sure. Uh, So Lola was, was asking about uh, training. So I've, um, I've done, and I'm real deal active shooter training as I've done that. Um, and I'm gonna tell you when you're staging up for those scenarios to kind of add to your point, um, not only is, you know, if you got a good spot to hide, please do. Uh, the first thing we can do for these schools, which I tell, I tell people all the time, the first thing we can do, obviously we don't want 16 year olds, you know, we don't need 16 year olds running around with handguns in school. Um, but we can definitely talk to them about, you know, signs, things they should be looking out for, uh, egress points, things like that. But to the law enforcement standpoint, when they arrive at that school, there's a staging period, all right? So you got an active shooter, unknown location, unknown amount of shooters, all these things have to be taken into consideration. You're not gonna have one Leo run into a school where there might be three shooters, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when 911 calls come in, you get all kind of things happening. You you really don't know what you're, what you're getting into. Um, so there is a staging period. Let's say arrival time. Let's call it. Let's be let's be really, really quick. Let's make it quick. Three minutes. Let's make staging time super fast. Let's make it five minutes. OK. And then let's make entry quick at two minutes. You got on a on a great day with the guy sitting around the corner. You got 10 minutes before somebody can get in that school. How long does it take? How, how many people, if you had the right tool, whatever it is, how many people could you damage in 10 minutes? Right. So by the time they normally get there, it's a reactionary force instead of a force that's actually there to um, to stop the threat. There have been shootings where law enforcement acted when the threat was still active and they've taken them down. Obviously, we got plenty of cases of that. But when you're the victim, the one thing I hope that people would do is first start training in your local areas to understand, understand the layout of where you're at first. You can be 10 years old and understand the layout of where you're at. Understand the layout where you're at. If something happens, every time you walk into a room, you should know how to get out of that room. You should know how to get out of there if everybody's running toward one exit point. You need to go another direction. Um, you should understand uh, how to get out of your building and where your, your your safe spots are, where you can barricade yourself with a decent amount of coverage between you and a the threat. These are simple things that can be taught to people, and I teach them all the time. But I'm telling you now, if you think that going into a gun-free zone is going to guarantee you safety because of who's going to come, I'm telling you on a bright, good day, where well, we got the gear stage, we're ready to rock and roll, we're ready to yeah. make entry, you got the right staff, you're looking at a lot of time to be a victim before you're ever going to be safe. Yeah, so, and I, I think if they, if they were saying like every 11 seconds someone could die, you're looking at like 54, 55 people yeah, it's in that time frame, right? Yeah, you, and I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that number. Actually, I'm saying that that number is pretty nice. 11 seconds is pretty generous. Um, 
It's it's nice. And then even when you get in the building, by the times if we if we have to go into the building, we have to create a diamond shape. Where we're clearing doors left and right. We got a point guy. We got a guy at the six and we're moving that diamond. Man, it could take I mean, it could still take an, an additional 40 seconds to get up a decent sized hallway, you know, 40 seconds to a minute. That's how many more people is that? Right. So you 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 have to just train to be better and be your own source of defense and at least at minimum know how to get to safe spaces or out of the building if you have to. Right. Now, so let me ask you this question. Um, if anyone else has a comment or something, I mean, feel free to jump in here on us. I noticed Walter just came in. Thanks for coming in, Walter. Uh, I think you're probably getting set up. I don't know if your audio and everything is up. Can you, um, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, yeah. So let me ask you this, Kevin, since you do this kind of stuff and, and you interact with schools, right? Yes. So why is it that schools just go the route of like, hey, we're going to have a safe zone and tell us really like I know, you know, we've got memes about safe zones, but I think you could probably tell us like what the hell actually is a safe zone in the school? What does this entail that a school does? And why do they go this route? A safe zone in a school, um, it depends on what school ages you're talking about. So for for starters, let's make it small kids like, you know, elementary. All right. Clearly too small to be trained to like actually fight an attacker. Um, the, the, the schools that do it properly will have uh, steel reinforced doors um, that are that are spread out throughout the building. So every floor should have at least two two rooms or two access points that are steel reinforced where you can quickly get the kids in there and lock them. When we talk about their classroom doors. You can make those things still reinforced, but then you get into a lot of legal issues about how quick can you open the door. If, the, if it slams on a kid, can a kid get hurt? So you get into all those. So at least the good schools, I advise them, put at least two areas on each floor. Still reinforced. Another thing that I recommend is most uh, schools have a lot of you know, the closets you have back in school where everybody go into the coat closet and hang their stuff up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the schools that still have that old architecture, which is a lot of them, you can still reinforce that door yeah. and that can be a quick access point for people to get into. Um, but they have those because of some of the smaller kids, there is no active plan to fight back. I mean, you can't teach a six year old how to go against a guy like that. Yeah. Um, now for the and just just as a point of reference, I'm sorry, just as a point of reference, this is a pretty big school from what I can see on the pictures. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's from ninth grade to 12th grade. OK, and it had thirty two hundred children, a lot of kids. It's yeah, a lot of kids, man. Think about that. I mean, so obviously, you know, even though it sounds like this guy just had free reign, 3,200 children at the end of school day, something like this going down. Um, you know, I wish zero people were hurt. I wish he didn't even do it in the first place. But, you know, um, it could have been a lot worse. Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. And for the bigger kids, like the high schoolers there, um, unfortunately, it sounds easy to say, hey, we're going to teach. Now, adults, I'll put them to the side for a second. But let's talk about the kids, the students. It is very, very difficult um, to teach people that aren't training together to attack a threat together. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very that, that, that's way more complex than than it, it reality. So it'd be great to say, all right, we're going to take the football team and we're going to train those guys since they're already big and strong to physically attack a threat. It's not going to happen. They're not going to be able to do it. Um, now, granted, you might get one kid to sucker punch him or, you know, they're all kind of there's an exception to every rule. But um, in, in theory, there's really nothing you can do. So I, I often tell schools the best resource you have is teaching people where they can go, how they can get out, look for signs of danger. And for, for Christ's sake, man, have some sort of armed protection. 
period. When I went to uh, when I transferred out of the school, I was at the school I went to. We had a St. Louis County RSO officer. We did. So one or two guys there all the time. They would walk the hallways. They would interact with us. There was a sense of accountability. And you knew if you did something stupid. Now, we weren't thinking about shooting each other. But you knew if you smacked somebody in the face, there was going to be a cop there like immediately. Right. And you had a consequence. So that's what they that's what they really need to do in, in summary. And a lot of them, unfortunately, it's really not the school, though, man. I'll be honest with you. Schools are governed by politicians. It's just the truth. They are. And it's really the politics that are keeping these. No, I haven't talked to a teacher yet that does not want to keep their kids safe. Not one. However, when you were talking to going back to school boards and you're talking about getting all these political OKs, they start talking about, well, how much money is it going to cost? Oh, if we if we yeah. get into that, then we're we're telling our parents that their kids aren't safe. Yeah, so what's, the yeah. what's the yeah. object? What's the object of this? So the, the, the politicians or the political forces are really the ones that aren't backing. You're talking about teachers that have a hard enough time getting books for the kids sometimes, right? So let alone trying to get security updates and things like that. They just don't take it serious enough. Okay. okay. Walter, Walter uh, you're, you're in. in. I don't know. We're getting feedback. feedback. That might be that might Walter. Be what's yeah. up? Yeah. Okay. So you're in here. I know that you don't have your headphones plugged in, so that's probably why you're getting some feedback. I just came from test firing guns. Somebody's got to work. Yeah. Okay. Did you want to comment on this? Um, I, you know, I don't know if you're aware or not because you work. I heard about it, but I, I did. I don't know all the details and. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. That was in Florida, right? Yeah. Uh, South Palm Florida, Bay. Broward County. Palm Bay. Is that what I Yeah. Heard? Um, yeah, Southern part. I don't know exactly. I, I think it's it's under Broward County Sheriff. So right, I'm going right. to assume this is the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. I saw it was off Sawgrass Parkway. So, yeah. So there you Something go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you if you if you're not ready to comment on it, we can give you. A no, I mean, I don't really know anything about it besides the fact that people were shot and, and a former student did it and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, 17 dead at this point. Oh, is that what about it is? 20, okay. Yeah, That's about sad. 20 injured. So yeah. that, that number is probably going up. Um, you know, I'll give you a couple of minutes to think about it. Joe, uh, Patrick, did either one of you guys have something to add? Sure. Uh, I, I, I see a lot of comments in the uh, in, in the feed talking about – you guys can hear me now, right? You don't hear me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Sorry about the dog earlier. Pizza came. My wife went to get it, of course, before the pizza guy made it. <laughs> Or my German <laughs> chef started going nuts. So, yeah. <laughs> I that's, that's good, that. that is a good thing, though. I mean, right. pizza, pizza, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's doing, it's do, uh, he's uh, doing. He's doing his job. Yeah, he's doing his job. Yeah, we, I didn't know if it was a he or she. So, <laughs> yeah, he is. He. Uh, we we don't have to worry about uh, waiting for doorbells or anything else. He lets us know as soon as they start coming down the driveway. Yeah. So uh, even in my office with the doors closed, that big German Shepherd bark. He's a Czechoslovakian German Shepherd. You can. Man, the whole house echoes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if it was you or Patrick, to be honest. I was like, is it both of them? <laughs> no, no, yeah, it wasn't mine. I think, um, uh, I, my dog I, didn't hear a leaf blow. Oh, okay. I, I got to the mute button as quick as I could. Oh, okay. Okay, but, well, um, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, so I, I see a lot of comments about, you know, arming, you know, be it veterans or other armed guards and stuff. Um, you know, it... It, logistically and as far as monetarily and all the handling of that, I, I, I'm not necessarily a, a fan of that. But what I am 100 percent fan of and I, what I think we need to do is there are, you know, dozens to hundreds of teachers and administrators in a school at any given time. And not you don't have to arm all of them, but the ones who do want to be armed. And uh, I would be 100 percent in favor of them getting, uh, you know, whatever sort of uh, training that sh that, you know, the the school board or county city state whatever 
would pay to give them some training on top of, you know, whatever they would have. And then the teachers there could defend, actually defend their students when they get locked down in a classroom. Um, you know, we saw, we, we saw some live, uh, some streaming videos from some kids at the school today, um, this past hour or two that were played on various news outlets. And, you know, you saw the kids with their cell phones and they were, uh, you know, you see the teacher, you know, with like a, you know, a book or a, you know, a stick or something in her hand, you know, with the kids there in the corner of the room and, you know, not saying that particular teacher, you know, is doing anything wrong or right. I mean, it's what she's got, what, she, what she's got. But what yeah, about ultimately fight back? Whatever you have, you, you know, what, better what to about fight back than to get on your knees and die? Who have the will, the ability uh, to defend themselves? Um, you know, so I, 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 re- I really think it's long overdue. The administrators and teachers who want to arm themselves should be armed, and I, and you know, whatever the school district or county could give them whatever free training. Uh, to get them trained up, if they would, if they would want to seek such training, um, I I agree a hundred percent. But you got you got to get this politically correct. Oh, he pointed at this at me, and and now you're going to suspend the kid. It's one one side wants to be all defended up and armed, and the other side wants to have no part of it. Yeah, you know? and it's you got to get rid of that mindset. You're not you never you're never going to do anything. Nothing's going to change, and you got to. Why this? You got to figure out why people do this stuff. You, you can arm up all day long. You don't want to continually be a, attacked. You know, we got to. I don't. When I grew up, did this happen? When I grew up, they were well. They, they, no, you think it didn't happen, but it did happen. It didn't, Hank. Come on, I, I was there. Was alive. I was. A, I was. A, I watched the news every night with my dad. It didn't it happen. Like while well, well, you were gone. But before you joined, it did take a while to reload the black powder rifles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah back in the Stone Age. I got your black powder rifle right here. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. Wait, it, let Joe, let Joe, happen. wait, hold on. Hold on one second. Joe, can you, can you restate what you said before Walter came on? Sure. Sure. So we, we were having a discussion about some of the frequency uh, that some of these incidents seem to be occurring and, uh, while some of the higher body counts may be, may be uh, you know, setting new records, so to speak, and I, and I, I, I shudder to use that term. Um, it, it, when you look at over, over the past 100 to 200 years in, the, in not just the U.S., but worldwide, um, and when you take into account population increases, the uh, currents of these incidents are not actually increasing. They're staying relatively steady. Now, obviously, in some that's really good. that's encouraging. Are. Yeah, that's that's good. It's good. It's, it's a perception, Walter. It's a right, like, right. Maybe, it's it, perception. Yeah, it, maybe it didn't happen in your school. Um, I it didn't I, happen in your school. Either. Tell me where it happened. Yes, it did. Yes, it, it did. was a mass shooting at your school. Not okay. Thank you. Every day at my school, every day, the school that I went to in New York City. You went to school here in Florida. I went to school in New York City in the eighties in America. I, I went to school in other places around the world as well. And this happened. Every, you know, every day, someplace around the world. And when I went to school in the 80s, I'm telling you something. There were shootouts. People got killed. uh, People got raped, murdered, all kinds of stuff. Every single day. there was not 20 people shot in the school one day. Sorry, there wasn't. There wasn't. Okay. You can't argue that. You can't argue that. It happens. That happens every day across the country. People shoot each other. Pop, 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 pop. New York, California, Houston, New Orleans, but you don't have these walk in and just start blazing away and shooting everybody down. It didn't happen. 
I don't care. You can run the statistics and do it. So you're telling me back in the 80s, no one went into McDonald's? No one went post? I'm not talking about a McDonald's. I'm talking about it. I'm going to stop. In schools? Yeah. 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 There's this this attitude like it's always been there. No, it hasn't always been there. People have not done this all the time. I'm sorry. (laughs) It hasn't been. It, it, okay. May, okay. Listen, maybe we can say that it didn't happen in schools all the time like this, but it still happened. And yes, maybe this, maybe is, not, some, this is not this, a rock or a fantastic or. Okay. Okay. Or, so the, or, let's say, okay, let's say there's something happening now. Let's say there's something happening now, particularly with schools. It's across. It's not just the schools. It's that whole thing, you know, out in the public where, oh, you know, let's guns are bad. Oh, oh but we need to do something. Guns are bad, though. But we need to do something. We, it's not about the parents being sucking ass, not taking care of the stuff at home. It's not about the government doing the same thing. It's all about, you know, the guns. You know, oh, it's a pork. The guns did it. You know, and I'm like, I'm so tired of hearing this bullshit. You know, there'll be 100 people making excuses for that kid. You watch. Yeah, oh, we're, he, we're he, was picked on. he was picked on. He was this. He was poor. I don't want to hear that excuse either. Every, every, I think every single one of us here has is it can relate to being picked on, being poor. I got picked on. Everybody stuff. fucking got picked on. That's not an excuse. That's life. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> there's, I don't think there's any excuses for doing something. Just, it's gotten to the point where I know I know what's going to happen. I can hear it already. It's already probably started in the media already that that um oh oh you know those, oh, oh it's just a too many guns. It's Trump's fault. Too many guns. You know, I'm like, I can hear it. I don't even have to turn the news on. I'm not going to turn the news on because it's just the same old shit. So, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a lot of things going on out there that make people do this, and normal people don't do this kind of thing. Normal kids, normal adults, normal, you know, and and just saying, well, that's just the way it is, and it's always been that way. It's part of the problem too. So, well, I I I I, I don't think, and I, I'd like to be clear. I'm I'm just because it's. It is something that has these things are events that have happened in the past doesn't mean that that's it's okay or it's any sort of justification to turn a blind eye to it. It's just it's just to put things in context as on context as far as are things getting, quote unquote, worse, because we hear that a lot. You know, violent crimes are down. There's a lot of crimes in, you know, that are down. So when we to take a, a an appropriate look at this. Um, and to put everything in context, I think that's where that comes in. It's not a justification. It's not to say, well, you know, it, it you know, like, uh, what, what was that weirdo over in France who said, uh, that, uh, you know, uh, these, these truck bombings and running people down that's the just street. just the way it is. Yeah. It's just the way it is. It, it's not to say that that's at all. That's just the way it is. No. Right. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> it, it, it's to kind it's to kind of put it in context so we can frame it and look at it and do everything we can to eliminate these things. Cause it's not like, like you said, it's not an access to the guns problem because, it's it's basically never been done in the US, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I think I think the thing that we can before. safely say is there's there's always been evil and and people and people do evil things, and that's always happened. People have killed other people en masse for lots of reasons. I've seen it throughout my entire life. It's happened throughout history. Maybe the way that it's happening today in in the world that we live in, maybe it's happening a little differently. Maybe kids, something happens to him, this girl breaks up with him or whatever, and then he decides so or some kid out there decides I'm going to do something that's going to make a big splash or whatever. And then they do something more destructive because we're living in a world with, uh, you know, news and the internet and all those kinds of things. But people have always been evil and evil human beings have always sought to destroy other human beings for whatever their reasons are. Yeah. Yeah. 
So mean, while you guys have been I, talking, I looked up some numbers. Um, okay. And I think the the reason that we have the perception that just, this didn't happen as often as it does now, um, it did happen previously, like when I was in school, um, you know, throughout my career in, you know, regular public schools. Uh, there were mass shootings, but they rarely reached the double digit, um, you know, fatalities or even injuries. More often than not, there were. You when know, did you when did you go to school, Patrick? I know you're a little bit younger. I'm just trying to get. Uh, I graduated O two. I saw high school okay. of O two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not that much younger, sadly. Uh, but looking, <laughs> I graduated at numbers, in 1988, so <laughs> I'm so, not sure if you were. You know, you were you were born by then, but you were pretty young. Now, okay, so specifically from now, when, when did you uh, start going to school in the U.S.? I started going to school in America in 1983. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, we've got one, two, three, four, five mass shootings total the entire time that you went to school in the U.S. Okay. Five. Um, and yes, there now, there are there are there was it was a shooting at a school last week, but I think it involved two people, and I don't know if it was actually it wasn't this type where somebody comes in and just starts killing people. So yeah, I'm, it was yeah. it was like four uh, four people. No, that was a car wash rather. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing that on because I'm looking at the Mother Jones website. Yeah. I think Walter is right when he says that you didn't have like 10, Mass. 15, 20 kids dying right, and not right, in schools. Right. I think it happened right. in McDonald's and things like that. And there's I, always I, gang related yes. stuff. There's always right. no, but when you have somebody who's like, he doesn't care who he kills. Yeah. You know, he's just out to kill somebody versus somebody that knows I'm going to kill your sister or your brother because you guys stole my drugs last night. That's a different, that's a yeah. whole different. But, and you know what? I think the genie is out of the bottle on this. I mean, we've seen it. You know, I, I, I would have to look at the situation that happened in Russia where these um, terrorists uh, took over. Um, Lola's trying to show me something. Um, yeah, they 19, took over to school. And then yeah, Lola says 1966, ex-Marine goes on a killing spree at the University of Texas. That was a tower. He's up in a tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was I forgot how many people, but that was a 14. lot of people. 14. 14. 14. Okay. 14. OK, so. Um, you know, 46 people shot, killing mm-hmm. a 14, wounded 31. Yeah. Someone just brought that up. And that's in the 60s. Walter's comment. But I think I think what Walter's saying is you didn't have this all happening all the time, like in a school type situation. And, 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 right. and I think, and then, and I think that's accurate. Think it, so it's not so for, much for me to school, but it's even even when it's not school, where we're like in a movie theater or in the or where they had the guy at the mall shooting people or something well, like that. Well, that wouldn't be entirely accurate. Now, if we're talking yeah, about schools, yeah. So I just did the math on me personally. Throughout my entire school career, there were, there were five mass shootings, five. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, more than we've had. That's less than we've had in the last two years. Yeah. I mean, it, it's and, and the thing I was trying to say to you guys is I remember I can't remember the specifics of this story, but in Russia, there was a time that these um, I don't know. I, I know it was terrorists. Let's just it might have been Chechens. Chechens. Yeah. They took over a school in Russia, I think, for days, if not more than a week or a couple of weeks with kids in there. This is a thing that's wide open, whether it's people here or people who are broken here, individuals or terrorists and other people looking at us. We're here. We're in the no. situation. And and. We're open to this now. I, I, I don't know if you can compare that. That, that. That's like apples and oranges right there. You've got somebody who has a political motivation for, you know, doing terrible things inside of Russia. And then you've got kids that are being picked on. that don't know how to hack it because their parents are pussies. 
Yeah, no, but I agree with you on that. But here's what I don't agree with you on. If I if 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 I have a kid in a school and I hear about something like this and I'm reacting to it, I don't give a damn of the reason. Yeah, the reason could be anything. We could wake up tomorrow. I remember taking my kids when they were very yeah, when they were literally babies Hank, to go ahead. Hank, the, the reason doesn't matter. Yeah, the reason it why this no the, the reason why terrible things happen doesn't matter. Like how we react to them matters like yeah. i don't care why this dude did it i don't give a crap mm-hmm. all yeah. i care is that we proactively as a society figure out a way to make these things happen a whole lot less right kind of kind of try to figure out you know without you know i they try we, we try to figure out things so that we turn blue yeah. sometimes well no, walter i know what you're saying the politics that's what kevin said earlier kevin said we have to somehow let go of the politics Right, you have, have around this. If you want to protect that school and you want a teacher to be part of that, uh, there's a culture of that's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I mean, there's going to be a fight constantly in that in that area because of the politics. Yeah, Kevin, I could see you want to say something here. You know, I, you know what, man? This and I'm look. I'm not in that school system, so I'm not trying to make this seem like oh, pity me. But nope. you know, I got two kids in school and a wife that's that works in the school. So this kind of stuff always has my mind boggling. Um, and I, w- I, what I, w- I would, I would say is this, it, you know, I don't from a think about the families that are going through this today. They don't care how many times this happened, right? They, they don't care if it never happened in history. They care about what happened today. And I think that as the leaders of this, this, this country, every, everybody on this panel, we're all adults. So we are the people leading this country. Now as the leaders of this country, um, no matter what our, views are, we have to make sure that we're doing what's best for the protection of our future. And it just, it really saddens me because I already know that, man, the, the ink's running out of the pens on people trying to try mm-hmm. to stir up some bill or trying to turn this into oh, a political yeah. um, um, political thing or Football. You know, whatever they're trying to do. And unfortunately, yeah. yeah, when I was in school, I agree. We, we had, you know, you would have a one-off type deal, but never a mass shooting. Um, I think that a lot of these 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 people do fantasize about it because, look, it's a small world. Right. So you do something and you live in infamy forever, which I will give a big pat on the back to us gun people. If that's the thing that we have got to the point where we don't say their names anymore. We're not going to help them. That's why I like when Joe did that earlier. We're not going to help them, you know, live in infamy. Um, but we, we, we have to come together and understand how it is to defend people now with the whole point of arming the school teachers. Hey, Joe, man, I agree with you, dude. And the only thing that I I, I say about that from a training perspective um, is I don't like the way like in Missouri, some of the laws are written. So in Missouri, we can arm our teachers. We can do that here. Um, okay. Here's the problem. Did you shoot anybody? <laughs> um, here's the problem. The law is written to be so slick. Now, let's take on average. Most school teachers aren't going to be ex-SWAT, right? They're just, they're, they're teachers, they're administrators, they're, they're people. whatever they are in, a, in, a, in mm-hmm. a building, and we need them to be that. So do I have a, uh, a problem with them being armed? No, I would love for my wife to be able to carry her Glock 42 to school every day. Would love it. Um, however, the way that the law is written here, they are subject to whatever training. First, they got to get school board approval. So it has to go through the political process. Good luck with that. Right. So it has to go through the political process. It has to be approved once it's approved. And if it's approved, then they're subject to whatever the local law enforcement agency 
Whatever training they want to put them through, that's the training they have to go through. They're also subject to the hours. So from political pressure, if you're a local PD that you get your budget from the mayor and all those people, you're going to say it's going to take 180 hours worth of training. You still got a job to go to every day. You know, so when are you going to get the training in? Um, And then they have the law written as such that if a teacher, you don't even have the kid never has to find your gun. Let's say if a teacher has her purse her gun in her purse. In top of the, on top of a shelf in a locked closet door in her classroom, okay? And she has the key to that closet on her key ring with her car keys, and she sits her car keys down while she goes breaks up a fight with some fifth graders in the hallway. If it can be proven that she allowed a kid access to the keys and the kid didn't have to know he can open the closet and go to the top shelf and get a gun, but if it can be proven that she allowed, he or she allowed access to the key to get to that closet, then that teacher has no job anymore. They are walked out of the school that day and fired. Okay. So they make it impossible and then they make it easy for you to lose your job. So a lot of teachers then are saying, you know what? Forget it. I I don't want to be involved in it, right? So yeah. I mean, I, while that sounds like it might be a little extreme, I mean, I get the motivation behind not wanting a kid to have access to a firearm I'm, I, and utilizing a step penalty for not being careless yeah. might not be the wrong thing to do. I mean, I think if you're going to have to have a firearm, it should be on you at all times. And that was, that was my thing too. I, I even said when yeah, I was, what good is it locked up on a shelf? Yeah. I was giving my opinion about that. And I, I told him, I said, Hey, you know, and that's something I tell everybody all the time, even when it comes to your home, you know, when you get, you know, new students in and they ask the questions like, Hey, well, where's the, you know, I, I want to have a safe in my house, which everybody should, but I want to have a safe because whenever I have company or, or anybody over, I'm going to lock it up. And I'll ask them, well, if you're going to defend yourself, where's the best place for the gun to be? <laughs> I'm, like, can it's safe? I'm like, no. Can oh, it your get, body? <laughs> they're like, no. I said, well, can you get to the safe and defend the kids? They're like, no. I was like, well, the gun should be on you. Right. So um, that's the safest place for it to be. I just think with making it in this state anyway, they give them so many hurdles. And Patrick, I agree, dude. Like, yeah, if you if you're careless with a gun, there is a consequence, right? Um, but they make it so intimidating to people that don't know guns already. Right, right. They're just like, you know what? Whatever all it is you guys are talking about, all I heard was lose my job. Yeah. Right. So I mean, now, go ahead. This, this kind of brings this kind of brings up a, a point that I've been talking about with a couple of my buddies in the industry recently. Uh, the realization that most people that own guns aren't gun people like us. Like we expect people to get out to the range, train, shoot, learn how to do things the right way. They're just not going to do that. Like, no, you're right. That, I, I mean, there's people the, in law the, enforcement and the military who are not like us, to be honest, right? There's guys in the military, guys in law enforcement who yeah. don't have our mindset. No, well, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's not the mindset, man. Like even the exposure to firearms, people don't understand them. And all too often, we as a culture, as a gun culture, forget that, like, for example, the new Bodyguard 380, I saw more negative comments about that gun. I think it might be the best gun of the year. And the co- the negative comments were because of the um, grip safety? Uh, grip safety or 380 <laughs> black or whatever. And they just they don't understand it. They don't understand that not everything is for them. Like there are so many different diverse groups in this industry that like it's like not everybody can that, that you can't defend yourself with a twenty two. I got news That's for you. So more, crazy. More people are killed with twenty twos and twenty fives than any other caliber. Period. It's fact. Yeah. In nineteen eighty two. 
No. No, that's well. Okay, no, let's pull no. it. Let's pull it up, Patrick. Can you pull that up? If you probably run the things from emergency or, rooms, or and Joe, see do you people. have these? Do you have these? There? I'm, I'm going to start charging you a fee for so, my Google bill. <laughs> I mean, I might be wrong. I, so, you know, but but a lot of people have 22s and 25s. Sorry. For, yeah. Well, here's, for, the, here's the thing. For the longest the, time, you can drop that in your pocket. You can do the do and toss it sure. and done. Yeah. What? Go ahead. For 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 the longest time, they did. They did. Um. And, and I, I, it, I can only speak anecdotally to what I saw. I, I was on a level one trauma team in the greater Chicago area for about 10 years. Um, and over that time period, I saw thousands of people shot. Um, so the majority of what we saw was all basically 38 caliber, um, oh, okay. a ton of 38 caliber, what we, you know, what you assume is revolver. And sometimes it's hard, you know, we don't always get reports. But, you know, when they when they come out of somebody's body, you can kind of tell about what size they are normally. Normally, it's just regular full metal jacket rounds, uh, you know, the cheapest stuff they can cram in. There's a ton of ton of revolver use, a ton of cheap nine millimeters, um, 380 stuff like that there, at least from from what I've seen up here, proportionately, there isn't a whole lot of 22 usage anymore. Um, I know for the longest time there really was, but th it's like that transition has rolled over and a lot of those. Like you said, you used to, they used to just throw them all away. And I think that it kind of transitioned over at some point. So that's at least anecdotally what I've seen up here. Lots of smaller caliber. I could be known. No, that makes sense. And, makes and, sense. and, and that's just here. I mean, I, I can't speak for right, the rest right, of the country, right, right. but in the greater. Yeah, and I think that that holds um, true for just about everywhere else. Like based on the statistics. Well, don't laugh at a 22 because it'll do you just as fast as anything else. So. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You I, get I, shot I, three I, or four I, times with a 22 in the in the – in the yeah. center of your body, you'll bleed out. Well, and then also, all, if all you're one one in the right place, it's all it yeah. takes. And if you're in a school system or something like that, and you're intimidated by using five five six, or or um, some some other caliber in that range, um, you know, a twenty two is better than throwing a book at someone. Nine times out of ten, mm -hmm. that 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 guy that was shooting, as soon as he gets shot back at, he'll he'll turn tail. So, whether it's a twenty two or what it is, so. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's what happened in that thing that happened in the church a couple months ago, right? Right, right. You know, right. when that guy met resistance, he um, he he got out of there, and I think this yeah. is what we need. And and you know, when people tell me, like I had someone tell me over the weekend that they had a friend that wanted to to get a rifle and he wanted a twenty two rifle. Um, I think the the um, uh, Smith and Wesson M and P fifteen twenty two. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. If you know, if that's the level that you want to start on, start there. If that's where yeah. you start and where you live, there's, hey, it's all good. You know, um, yeah. we don't necessarily have to do that. And I think that speaks to the point that Patrick was making is that we assume everyone should be like us because I personally want 308, <laughs> you know, or above that, right? Depending on the situation. But that's, you know, not necessarily necessary. And you can't make other people do that. Well, people need to, you know, to do something that they feel is comfortable to them, right? I mean, yeah. and I know that we're kind of changing gears here a little bit because I'm going to be honest, I'm getting pretty depressed talking about the, you know, the tragedy. Uh, it's super, super sad, but I, I mean, yeah, it, it is, it is depressing and terrible. Uh, anyway, I know we're kind of yeah. shifting gears, Yeah, but I think that's just something we as an industry absolutely have to come to grips with. Not all of us, is, uh, not all shooters are these like Velcro wearing, door kicking, like meat eating <laughs> operators you know 99.9 percent or not to be honest with you you've so. got you know like sport shooters like myself and you got my neighbor i mean that's what you, you know, do though dude.
I mean, see, that's what you do. So a lot of people are going to the job and they work and they come home and they go to the job in the morning, they go to work and they go to the job in the morning, go to work. And then that's it. They have guns, but they don't go out and shoot all the time and, and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and, I mean, and look at all the new guns and worry about grip safeties and all that monkey business. Yeah, they don't care. They just they live care. life, you know, and every once in a while they shoot their guns. That's the most people. So, yeah, you know. yeah. exactly. It's true that we need to realize, realize that as an industry, we'll be better off. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, I speak to that all the time. A lot of I like to one of my my things that I tell people all the time is that I'm the guy that took off the play carrier. Like I'm not I'm not really interested because when you get into that realm anyway, all you do is get to comparing resumes. Right. Uh, you know, I was you, you start they start hearing about squads you never even knew existed on God's green earth. And that's cool. And I have a whole theory about how we had a lot of guys coming back from service, had talents, had skills. And, you know, they start sharing it and it created this whole tactical market, which there is a place for it. I get it. But. I mean, oh, dude, that's a, that's a right. direct result of GWAT. Direct result. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. And it, it seems it seems to me that because of that, that's why I often tell people, look, honestly, as much content as we put out on, you know, we all do as much content as we put out, and you know, help people and give our opinion about things. I'm gonna tell you something, man. And people might not like this, but I'm gonna tell you, most people that we need to reach don't watch this kind of stuff. Nope. Right? They are they are <laughs> just. They're just out there. And, you know, it's, it's normally that's why I tell people is, is we intimidate them. We turn them off. We push them away. I'm not, you know, well, not, not no, even, I don't think I don't I don't think we intimidate, I don't think we push intimidate away, them. man. I it's don't think even, so. Not at all. It's not. I even don't that. They, don't, they don't. This is not they, they don't care enough to like we can make we could all make the best video ever. Right. Friendly, easy going. The best video ever. They just don't want that kind of information. They just want to go to the range a couple of times a, a month, maybe every other month. And shoot yeah. a gun. They don't really care about reviews. Hey, is the gun cool? Is it not cool? I'm done. Let's move that's on. True. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Like, like they, they don't even shoot. And they move on. You're, you're talking about dudes that, you know, like the majority of gun owner, they, they might put 600 rounds through a gun in a year. So you might see that's somebody going to the that's range. High. That's high. That's a high number. That's right a high number. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, no, it's not. And it's the stuff says a uh, single gun owner averages 625 rounds a well, year. I'm thinking back when I used to just go out the range and shoot the AK when AK was ten cents a round. I'd shoot three, four hundred rounds a time when I go and shoot the AK. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. Shoot but I mean, three or four hundred rounds of fifty BMG. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, right. I shot a hundred <laughs> one time and had to get a root canal after that. So, jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I cracked the tooth in the back of my mouth. So. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. it's it's, un, it's unfortunate the way that we you know we wait the way that we we try to and I'm not saying we like individuals but overall collectively um, we try to make people think that you have to be this. Why well, I tell people all the time stop even when you're interacting because everybody's equal is important. Everybody on this panel is just as important as the guy in the gun store, right? Like you have to make sure that you are being nice to people. They come up, oh, I wanna I want to buy this gun, you know. Say, hey, that's a great choice. Can I just ask you why? You know, really let them know that you care about their opinions and their thoughts. And, you know, don't. And I've seen it happen. Like somebody will come in. I've, I've literally seen this happen in the FFL. Somebody comes in and they're like, hey, I just want, you know, a, a nice small little gun. And they were looking at um a gun that I, I really don't care for. And that's the, the bodyguard. I just don't like that gun. Um, mm -hmm. And I kept my mouth shut. You know, I, I didn't have an opinion. You know, they came in. They had something they wanted to start with. Let's start the conversation here and see where it goes. Um, and a guy tells him, like, no, you don't need that. What happens if, you know, he starts coming up with like this imaginary bank robbery? What happens if you need, <laughs> you know, uh, extra penetration and you need to go get this? And he was trying to start selling a woman on a Glock 17. Yeah. She and came in the store this is the best for a bodyguard and you went all the way up to a 17. I'm like, we can't do that. 
no, no, no. So you no. see, now no, the conversation that should have happened, happened there, there, and that must be Walter. What? What? No, no. Uh, it was somebody. Um, so the conversation <laughs> that should have happened there was, uh, you know, you want to look at this bodyguard 380. That's a wonderful choice. How would I show you this other gun that might, you know, why don't you pull the slide back on that and tell me if you can operate? Right. That's the main or, thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and that's the point that, cause I just did a review on the body uh, on the new, uh, Smith and Wesson MMP shield or no, I'm sorry. Smith and Wesson MMP 380 shield easy. So, freaking mouthful so i just got my hands on one took it out to the range and one of the points i made in the video was that um most buyers are going to come into the store and say hey i want something for personal protection hold the fence maybe i'll carry it clerk's going to hand them an mp9 or an mp45 because all defensive calibers start with a four and they're dumb um <laughs> and they're you know a buyer's going to pick it up try to rack the slide and say oh that's too hard i can't do that i don't like that one so i can try a glock 19 glock 17 whatever the heck they're going to try and what ends up happening is they settle on that 22. And we, as a, 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 an industry, for whatever reason, have dismissed the 380 um, as a serious choice. And, this, and the funny part is, every time I turn around, there's a new one out there. Have you noticed that? I mean, yeah, I think that's. I think that's. I think people. Uh, you know, there's lots of people that want it. And ultimately, regardless of what you show people and expose them to, if they want this thing, you need to sell it to them. You know, otherwise you, because I, I see gun stores doing that. It happened to me. Uh, you know, if they want something, and that's ultimately buyers, what they want. Be careful about buyer's remorse, too. And yeah, no, careful. that's that's a good point. Um, it, 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 there's nothing wrong with telling people what they want, but like if they're if if some like 110 pound female comes in that never has shot a gun before in her life and says, "I'd really like to, you know, take care of that Desert Eagle over there, take it home, and use it as my <laughs> nightstand gun," like. I'm going to stop and say, ma'am, um, that might have not you shot be one. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going to say that's, that might not be your best bet. I'm going to say, well, why don't you go ahead and try to manipulate the gun and stuff and then I'll try to lead them to the conclusion that maybe that's not the right gun for the role. Like if somebody comes in wanting something that is totally not practical for whatever purpose they have because their husband told them that they need this or their friend told them that they need this particular model – um, that's not necessarily the right motivation. And I used to see that a lot. I used to sell cars and I used to see that a bunch. Like my grandpa told me to go in and get a Ford Taurus. And I say, okay, well, yeah, they're great cars, you know, like 10 years ago, but now they're giant hunks of crap. Do you want to look at this Toyota now? People buy, you mentioned the grandpa thing. I'm sorry, Walter. Hold on one second. No, I'm sorry. Walter. Hold on. I just want to say, guys, it was um, it was great talking to you guys. Um, uh, I'm, I'm glad we could we could talk about. Well, I'm not glad. Uh, let me read. Let me start that all over. I hate that we had to talk about what we had to talk about today. Um, I hope you guys have a, a great evening. I hope uh, once again, I extend prayers out to the, the people that were affected by that. Um, Hey man, don't take life for granted. Make sure you love and, and hug on and send kind words to all those close to you. I am uh, getting emotional almost talking about it, but I promised my uh, baby girl um, a Valentine's Day date with her dad tonight. So I'm going to take my ladies out and um, uh, go have a good time with them. But make sure you guys are loving and hugging those close to you. Stay vigilant. Stay vigilant. Stay prepared. And let's 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 pray that things get better, man. So Amen. Hope you guys have a wonderful conversation. I was glad being here. I'm sorry I have to cut out early, but. If I don't understand, Kevin, man, uh, Kevin, uh, get out. Go, go take care of your lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You and the family, happy, happy Valentine's Day to you and all, and uh, the ladies and the other gentlemen that you have in your family. You guys have fun. Go ahead. Right, be safe. All right, guys. See you later. See ya. Yeah.
Um, anyhow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kevin, Kevin did, you know, he, he told us ahead of time that he had to do that. So we appreciate him still jumping in. Hopefully he can decompress a little bit from this and just enjoy uh, spending some time with the family. I mean, I, yeah. He, he seems like a pretty level-headed dude. I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, yeah. But I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about this well, yeah. I, completely, well, I completely forgot what I was going to say, but it probably oh, okay. Um, Thanks, Joe? Kevin. You're yeah, Joe. <laughs> you were to say something about your grandfather, but Joe's also here. But let's let Walter say what he was going to say about his grandfather. Um, no, and grandfather no, 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 I was going to wait. Wait, was this Egyptian times with your grandfather? No, no, no. Or was I'm this talking, the Stone Age? I'm not talking about my grandfather. I'm talking about when people buy things. Like, say your grandfather says, you know, he always bought Fords, and your dad bought Fords. So guess what? You, so that's what you got to do. You gotta go look at a Ford, right? Yeah, we're gonna have guns too. You know, oh, Grandpa was hunted with a Remington. I gotta get a Remington. You know, without yeah. even considering any of the other options out there, or you know, so that's brand. That's brand programming. That's brand recognition. That's and, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, well, yeah. So, and you know, it has. Look, if if you need to get that for whatever reason, you could do that. But if you're in a situation where you can only have one of those things, I would try to find out what is the current best version of that thing. As we can see with Remington, right? Maybe Remington 20, 30 years ago is, is completely different from Remington today. <laughs> it, it I know, I know, like, I know, like I know a company. Is. Yeah. Go ahead. What right. was that? Even, even the products are, are way different than they were 30 years ago. But um, yeah. no, brand loyalty is dumb, you know, and I think that we're seeing people more and more seek out good information about what is the best tool for their job. Yeah. Um, well, there's, so there's, no, there's, there's no reason why you can't get that information either. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's everywhere. You know, right. I got to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe, did you want to add something to it here or? I, a, after that break, I lost what I was going to say. You're <laughs> <laughs> thinking, I don't remember. So let me say this. Let me say this. Thanks, um, Kevin. Yeah. Um, while you guys are trying to figure that out with the brand thing. So, for example, um, I know that Patrick just mentioned, uh, you know, maybe Ford was the thing and then today Toyota is the thing. I agree with that, but sometimes you don't want that. It's like, I think Toyotas, if you look at it, if you're analytical about it, they're the best, they're, they're up there with the best vehicles, right? I think um, uh, Kelly Blue Book just came out with like the best uh, value vehicles and all that kind of stuff after time. And the top three are Toyotas. And we have one of them, which is a Toyota 4Runner. And Lola hates that thing. But do you buy your vehicle only solely based on? No, I um, didn't buy. I didn't no, buy. I'm it saying you, that. but I mean, people do that. I I don't do that. I mean, I don't uh -oh. buy it because okay, somebody Joe showing us. Joe is showing up. He's throwing up his thing right there. Jeep. Jeep. Okay. Yeah, well, there you go. You know, I like yeah, old Jeeps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that the 2019 Jeep you got there, Joe? Or? No, it's uh, 2014 uh, Grand Cherokee. Probably okay. the best vehicle I've ever owned. Oh, awesome, Grand Cherokee. Yeah. Yeah. I always wanted a Grand Cherokee, never had one. Always wanted one. I was a big Cherokee guy when I first got married because they were dirt cheap. Yeah. Not anymore. Well, no, they're not. Like, you can't find even the older ones, you can't find them. They're like five, 10 grand for a decent one. Well, when yeah. I, recall, I bought a two wheel drive 98 Jeep Cherokee. Uh, I think we were, and my wife and I were married for like three years at that point. And I paid thirteen hundred bucks for it. Had one hundred and thirty-two thousand miles, and uh, like needed a couple of whatever you know little bits to make it perfect. Not anymore. No, and and lots of people caught on to that, and uh, yeah, 
that's pretty much going away. But, you know, there's a, what I was trying to say with that is there's different things, you know, there's different things that you want out of something. And ultimately, sometimes you need to even just go through that and then learn. If you want to be smart, I, I think you want to avoid the, the cost of learning. <laughs> and I've seen that with guns. You know, you can buy whatever you want, but eventually you learn and then you change, you know, what guns. I think when like for, for me, I know when I got into this, I was into certain kinds of things. And as time goes on, that starts shifting. Well, your you interests know? change, too, as you get yeah. more smarter. So, as you get more there, intelligent. There are a couple of comments in the chat that I do want to address. The Tyvon Show, okay. um, earlier he made a statement that I keep changing my story. I want to make a statement. Like, if anyone claims they have all the answers, if they're not willing to listen to other points of, of uh, 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 other opinions and then change their decision or their outlook on a particular situation based on that, then they're wrong. Like anybody who claims to know everything is wrong. There's nothing wrong with that, firstly. Secondly, uh, he said, never tell a customer what they want or don't want. Patrick is wrong. He's doing a sale pitch to sell a different gun, which may give him more money from commission. Not the case, dude. Like I'm talking about finding the best tool for the job. Like I don't work in a gun store. I don't make commission. Mm -hmm. So okay. it's, it's all about... So good. <laughs> I think it's look. It's variable. You have to deal with each customer yeah, that comes I, in in a different way, and you have to have you, you should have a general attitude, but you have to try to find out who your customer is. That's the first thing I, you should I, do if you work in any situation, any kind of store, right, Walter? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I've seen so many. You were mentioned about you know women moving slot, rock and slides on on automatics and stuff. I've seen guys that can't do it. I mean, they can't yeah. figure it out. They physically can't figure out how to do it. And do you want that when you need it in the middle of night, but it's dark and you can't see what you're doing? You'll end up racking the slide and blowing your your face off or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, That's obviously a guy that never got his masturbation muscles. I <laughs> well, so much for okay. that train of thought. <laughs> I, 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 That's no, why I mean, I'm Valentine's Day. <laughs> what I was attempting to so look do at that. Earlier. Check those. Check out those bad boys right there. <laughs> <laughs> look at those. What I was attempting to do the earlier the was. Uh, <laughs> What's that, Patrick? <laughs> but what I was attempting to do earlier is segue into talking about the new uh, MMP 380 Shield Easy because, like I said, I think it's probably one of the most yeah. underrated. Do you have? Did you get one already? I've got yeah. one in my hands currently, yeah. And okay, and, and we're still not going to see you, so apparently. Uh, or, I'm, you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. Let's see here. Yeah, can and, you go video uh, so we can see this thing for crying out loud? And that's that's the one that's available. Yeah, hold on, let me. Yeah, hold on, let me lock it on. So and, let me. Uh, let can me, you turn let me that sideways? Here. Yeah, they. Also, turn your camera sideways if you can. Wow. No, turn the camera. I'm on a phone, homie. Yeah, turn it side. <laughs> there you go. Turn the camera sideways. Come on. There you go. Awesome. There you go. <laughs> so you had to deal with the dog bed in the background. But um, no, that's cool. Yeah, I've got one in my hands. I borrowed it from Excess Sites. And I've got to say, I took it up to the range, did a video on it. I'm really, really impressed with it. So that has both the grip and the manual safety? It does. Because okay. it's available either way, isn't it? With or without? It is. It comes either with a safety or without. Okay. But uh, it, it's probably one of the best guns I've shot in a while. Okay. Which I really hate now, to say. It's not it's not compact compact, but it's not full size either, it looks like, right? Um it's the same size as an MMP twenty two compact. Okay. Okay. Give yeah. me a second. I'm gonna set my phone down so you get to look at the desk well, with no light. Well while, while, while he's setting that down, 
Uh, I had a I, I I had a good time talking to you guys tonight. Um, even if the entry subject was a little dark, my uh, my dog. I don't know if you just heard him ringing his bell. He's begging me to take him out. Oh, okay. oh I can hear I can hear him going. <laughs> I need to. I, uh, I, I need to. I'll take him out real quick and then yeah. join the family here. Uh, right. All right. All right. Yeah. But all right, Joe. Listen, you got to come on the show. You got to schedule some time to actually come on the show. Okay. Yes. Talk with Lola. Yes, let's line it up. All right, man. Thanks a lot for coming on. Okay. Sweet. All right, Thanks. Our best to the family as well. Tell Lola hey. Will do. Same here, right. man. Have a great night. See you guys. You Thanks too. everybody. Okay. See you later. Let's see. So we got okay. We got Patrick is like doing something in the darkness. <laughs> so uh, I um, set my phone down. I'm trying to give you guys. Hey. There it is. Look at that. All right. So let's lock this. Explains to us what we got here. I've got a bodyguard 380 here. I've got a shield nine, and then the new MMP shield. So you see, it's just a little bit bigger. Oh, okay, okay. I get it now. Mm-hmm. So it's just a touch bigger. Uh, like I said, same size as an MMP 22 compact. How uh, long have How long have you had it? How long have you? Um, like a day. Uh, I've got to day. return it to excess this week. Unfortunately. Okay. So what are the first things I'm just trying to get some info. I don't know if folks have specific questions, but what are the first things you look at in a circumstance like this, obviously where you don't have it for an unlimited amount of time, what are your like uh, bullet points that you care about? Oh, uh, just, just basic. Like, how does this thing work? Um, it, is it as advertised, you know, it's like, I'm trying to, it is clear by the way, but <laughs> see, like I can, I can lock it back one handed Mm-hmm. So it does live up to the easy name. Uh, it's super flat. Feels like any other MMP shield. Whoa. No, it feels like an MMP twenty two compact is the best way I can okay. put it. Uh, being able like to low grip texture. Being able to manip- manipulate it one hand is really actually a a, a good feature. Actually, you yeah, never so know. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, how was like felt recoil and all that kind of non-existent. Stuff? Okay. Non-existent. Like, uh, so during shooting, muzzle rise looked like this. Okay. This, nothing. Like, you can check out the, uh, there's a short video on my Instagram where you can watch the full video on Firearm Rack. But, um, like, I'm, I'm not even kidding. You know, it, it's like doing this number. It's There's no recoil whatsoever. Okay, now if you take the little guy... And, and and you say recoil is it, that's a a handful or uh, yeah it's significantly more the bodyguard I mean the, yeah uh, oh the the bodyguard three eighty yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah this is the most pleasant pocket three eighty that I found to shoot um, but it still sucks like a lot <laughs> yeah I know there's you know, lots of fans of the bodyguard out there I'm not particularly a fan um, I think the the Glock forty two is pretty good. Um, but if you want something bigger, I could see where there's a, a market for that. So, um, so far as what people are complaining about a lot, the grip safety. Um, Not a problem. Yeah, okay. I don't see what's the problem. I mean. mm-hmm. So I don't know if you're still locked on me, but like. Yeah, we are. You see that? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So folks, yeah. folks want to know if you can get a full grip on that with an extended mag. Oh, without, without, I'm sorry, without. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's no mag in there, right, right now? No, that's got the, That's with a mag. mag. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think, mag. 
Yeah, he's got a full grip. Um, what do you have? Like, what size hands do you have? I uh, like wear large gloves. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so so let's see. Know, let's see the comparison. comparison. Yeah. One you pinky's know. off. And then with a shield, um, with a flush, you know. Okay. So, so when is you, did you already post a full video on this? Yep, it's already up. Okay, so that's on the YouTube channel, right? It is currently, yeah. Okay, and then you've got some stuff on Instagram as well. Everything you're the you're the firearm rack on everything right now, right? No, uh, at uh, the Patrick Roberts for Instagram, and then uh, it's firearm rack for everything else. Okay, cool. All right. Um, I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At this point, you know. Well, my um, thought process was, is I write for a whole lot of different pl places yeah. and utilize my Instagram in a lot of those places. Yeah. So, so Dan Davis. Okay. Dan Davis. Getting angry. No, I understand. Dan Davis says um, they should have made it a double stack. Um, wouldn't have fit people's hands then. You lose the yeah. compactness then too. Yeah, Tim Not Tim says, um, do you like the bodyguard better than a P238, Patrick? Yeah, because I think a P238 is stupid. Personally, like yeah. I, I think the idea of pocket carrying a single stat, a single action gun is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and Chris Bullis says he watched that video this morning. Um, I, I'm guessing the video that you did. And Screaming Skull Saloon says, what is Walter eating? <laughs> Some macaroni with spaghetti sauce on. Yeah, someone says uh, ramen That sounds noodles. disgusting. What the yeah. hell? What is yeah, wrong with you, like, man? It looks like you're eating ramen noodles, and they're like, uh, dang, Peggy is slacking. <laughs> <laughs> macaroni and cheese with what on it? No, no, it was just macaroni. It was, it's like spaghetti or macaroni noodles with spaghetti sauce on it. Oh no! I, I'm here in like I'm using yeah, macaroni. I, I'm thinking macaroni and cheese. With no, I wouldn't do that. Like, I wouldn't dude, do that. You are, you are broken. Go see a, <laughs> like a therapist now. I, I, it's either mac straight up and cheese or spaghetti. It's not the two together. They don't mix. I don't. Mm. I didn't know if you had some Canadian blub in you or something, <laughs> and then, like you're going for the like the Quebec pizza or something. The yeah. farthest thing away possible would be Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. He has that. You don't want to see me hangry. You know, you don't oh. want to see Walter hungry and angry at the same time. It is not a pleasant sight. I've that seen was that. That was that outburst earlier. Sorry. Yeah. I've seen Walter not in a good mood and also hungry. Well, and he loses all sense of reality that, and decency. That, 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 um, the whole shooting thing pisses me off anyways. And, and sure. then, and I'm a little tired too. And I'm, and I've been busy all day. So I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Bullis says so, he liked the video, Patrick. So there you go. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing some people in there that I recognize from the comments. Uh, one yeah. young girl. Uh, I know I saw her comment earlier, and yeah. uh, it's it is much cheaper than the P238. Yeah. Correct. Um, it's a good option for some who can benefit uh, from its intended use. I agree with that in 100. Um, percent yeah. And then somebody else said something. Where the hell did it go? Uh, oh me, yeah, uh, somebody okay, said yeah. Mr. Guns and Gear did a video on it as well, and and that was the same gun. Uh, we were at the range together. Uh, they're going to. Oh, be okay, some... I saw. Yeah, I saw Guns and Gear's picture. I haven't seen anyone's video on that yet. So. 
Yeah. Um, um, it's, it's kind of an interesting hang out, uh, hang out with the guns and gear, man. You guys have been doing, I think I saw you guys doing some other stuff with a sniper rifle of some sort. If I'm yes. Not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we, and this is only for your viewers. Like I'm, I'm not going to tell anybody else about what we did until the video drops. Uh, but we took a Barrett M90, whatever the hell it is, mm -hmm. 90, whatever the one with the, the, the recognizable break. Right. Um, M82. That's it. Okay. Uh, okay. So M82. Right. Right. I'm like, listening to you. Uh huh. The, You're saying. I'm not, I'm, not, right. I'm not paying attention. I'm to listening to you right now. What are you? Go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, what, what, what is that? There, is that yeah. a suppository? <laughs> M82. <laughs> it looks like uh, a does suppository. This look, does this look familiar? I'm doing. Uh, let me do my push-ups. Hold on a second. Dude, that thing sucks to carry. I freaking hate that <laughs> gun. So freaking much. monster. So dumb. This is a monster. <laughs> like, as oh a civilian, God. like, I get it. Oh it, it puts a smile on your face. But, like, realistically, I've got zero use for an M82. Now, like, if Walther's uh, 50 BMG uppers or his rifles are more accurate than that giant hunk of crap that you were just holding, like, I'm in. Yeah, they are. Okay. Um, I... Um, Whenever I've been to shows where there's been operator type people that actually use them for a living, the M82, nothing good to say about them. Nothing. Too heavy. Um, too heavy. Not accurate. Um, especially so if they I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to name his name, but I did have a conversation about that M82 with uh, someone who was also at the range with me uh, when it was being shot. And uh, they gave me some really specific uses, like uh, shooting, you know, cars that were loaded, laden with explosives. Right, right. Uh, so like V-beds and, uh, and then uh, also in like special operations types uh, scenarios, I guess that the M82 could take place of a modus if they were moving into an area on foot and they had enough okay. ammo with them. So mm -hmm. they had a very specific use, but uh, it's probably one of the most uh, iconic rifles of GWAT and like yeah. people really like to see it in video. So yes. what we did opt out is, of gun control says that's what happens when a non-engineer designs a gun. <laughs> oh, that's no, I mean, bad. It, 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 oh, wait, wait, no. wait, 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 wait. All the great, let's say something, one thing right here real quick. All the great designs for the most part, firearms wise are from people who did not have an engineering degree, by the way, just make a note of that. <laughs> Let me just explain that real quick. Engineers have a lot of times have visors. They have they have glasses on that keeps them from seeing other things. And people who don't come from an engineering background are more apt to take in different ideas. And um, that's my and and more apt to be. Hey, you know, you might want to try this. Oh, no, I got to try that. I know better. So I, I don't. Just my opinion. Yeah, well, anyway, I'm mixed on that. I'm mixed on that. Browning, Kalishnikov, um, a lot of others. Even even um, Stoner, he wasn't an engineer. I think he was a draftman, basically. And, and what did Kalishnikov exactly in, um, invent? Uh, I, I I'm I'm oh, losing oh. track of what what did Kalishnikov okay. invent? Guy, huh? <laughs> oh, you mean you mean stole the design of? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. okay, well, just, well, this gets this pushes <laughs> Walter's button immediately. No, no, this is for another show, but if, if that's the case, tell me where he got the design from then. Um, uh, he was he in Russia? No, it, it's not a. It's not a. It's not a MP44. Um, no, those are two different two different animals. They work to completely different. So, anyways, that's for another day. I'm pretty okay. sure the guy who really designed it was sent off to the gulag, or you know, or the Russians captured him from somewhere. And that happens. Like, yeah, yeah, they were like, "You're going to get the credit," but 
Yeah. Anyways, can, yeah, we can a, argue. let's continue on. <laughs> there's a reason. It's it's the it's, there's a Just, reason. There's a reason why there were German guns on his statue. <laughs> because somebody said, "Watch this. Watch this, Igor." <laughs> Someone did that really deliberately. There's no. There's well, okay, whatever. It could be accident. I doubt it. Okay. What were you going to say, Patrick? Um, what were you going to say? So looping back to what I was trying to say five minutes ago, we uh, had the M82 out of the range with uh, ball ammo like would be used most often in a uh, shooting people type of scenario. And then I uh, raced it on a timer. So uh, Mr. Guns and Gear jumped on the M82 since he's got a lot of experience with the uh, Barrett. He shot from 400 yards out to the idea was to shoot from 400 to 800 um, as fast as possible on a timer. So he's going to send me out of 50. And then I was on a bolt action 6.5 Creedmoor with match ammo that had been like built by a pro smith. Um, like it's my 6.5 that I did a video on. Yeah, you're, break, you're breaking oh. up. Oh, yeah, I think you switched over to a different mic. No, I'm about to. Give me a second, because for whatever reason, my little headset is not playing nice. Yeah, I think um, the battery died. Oh. Now you're breaking <laughs> stuff. <laughs> All right. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's what I get for trying to use a, uh, a Bluetooth headset for this. Um, so... We put Mike on the M82, and the idea was to shoot from 400 yards all the way up to 800 yards with, um, I think, it was just standard ball, BMG ammo, machine gun ammo, uh, made in the Lake City plant. So probably what was more likely to be inside of a Barrett in a situation where a soldier would have to shoot at somebody, and then we pitted it against uh, my 6.5 Creedmoor, which was built to be a precision rifle um, with match ammo, and did it on a timer. So, like, when the timer goes, you engage 400-yard target. Once you impact, you get to move to the next and the next and the next. We gave Mike 20 rounds to complete the course of fire, which was, um, what, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, five targets. So he had 20 rounds to hit five targets, um, and I had 10. <laughs> Mike did not finish the course of fire. Really? Okay. I believe it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Mike knows what he's doing, so, I mean, just for anyone yeah, he who does. wonders, he does know what he's doing. Oh, yeah, no, he definitely knows how to shoot a gun, shoot a rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still whooped him badly on my 6.5, but that's that, that's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> so there's going to be video of this? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've got great video on uh-huh. the race between 50 versus 6.5. Um, now, just... To give you an idea, uh, Mike timed out at 700 yards and never hit the 800-yard target. Um, and his timeout, where he ran out of ammunition, where he expelled all 20 rounds, uh, was like 139 seconds. And I ran through it on my 6.5 and, uh, like, dialing, instead of doing holds like Mike was doing to save time, I was dialing each target uh, with the turret. And I did it in like 44 seconds and went all the way out to 800. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, I'd like to see that video. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, so we did that. We did some other stuff. Like, I think you uh, guys are going to get a chance to take a look at my Roland uh, over on his channel, which is one of those guns. It's kind of interesting. 
Right. I went to see that at SHOT Show. Oh, yeah. Did you? What did you think of it? I thought it was cool. I went, I talked to those guys. Um, I don't know if I posted it. I think I posted a picture. I can't remember, man. I Shot didn't see it. Blur. Shot Show's a blur. I Didn't I? I thought I did post something and I tagged you. I, I, don't, I have no clue. You did not, sir. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Let me, I'll, let me look at that. Yeah, because I know I took pictures. I might not have actually posted it, but who the hell knows? No, but like when you went and you looked at it, you actually picked that gun up, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the 19X then made sense to you, where, didn't it? Where, where his Glock was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lola says I did post it. I didn't get tagged in it then. I didn't see it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't see it on here either. So it's possible oh, that I did. Maybe you didn't post it. Yeah, I took pictures. I maybe I didn't post it. So you should you should post those because uh, the folks over at ATEI are are really good people. Uh, but yeah, but once you pick that gun up, like it then makes sense, doesn't it? Um, what you're talking about the 19X makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I I understand where the 19X is coming from. I just you know I mean. Yeah, I've got I've got no problem against it. Um, You know, I haven't had a chance to take it out there and shoot it and all that. But the feel and everything in the hand, you when you pick up the 19X, I get your point about the, you know, points. Nice. I have to say that. So, well, yeah, yeah, but but the way that you had that gun set up itself. Yeah, it's awesome. I can't deny that. No, I mean, but like in that configuration where I had the comp on it, where we had rolled it, uh, mm-hmm. like it made a ton of sense because basically you've got a Glock 34C that has a Glock 17 length barrel and a more efficient comp. Um, so it, for for me, like I, that was my aha moment. Like I was talking to some dudes and they said, dude, that would be the perfect rolling candidate. I was like, it's happening for shot. And like we made it happen uh, in in a week, no less. So Walter, you know what like the lead up to shots like? Uh, yeah, <laughs> they got yeah. the gun. No kidding, for real. Um, you know, it, I should say no That's... shit for real. They got this gun four days before they were leaving for shot show. Wow. Okay. Because I'm still waiting about three years for Walter to do guns with me for shot show. I'm still, I'm I'm, I'm still waiting, Walter. <laughs> I gotta give him a hard well, time. Well, I could stop it. doing blogs. <laughs> no, make the guns while you're doing the the blog. If you would have been me today, you wouldn't be able to keep up with me today. I guarantee you. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. I was nonstop all day today. I gotta tease you a little bit. Here, look, I got something that I know you're gonna like, Walter. Check this out. Oh, you got the brown nails done. I got yeah, some yeah, criticism. Yeah. I got, I got, I got Check some. That up. I, I this is say the uh, XM177. Okay. I guess. Okay, I have, I have some of that gun as well. What? And and let me let me just say one thing real quick. Look at that buttstock. Mm-hmm. It's made out of plastic. Yeah. The originals were not made out of plastic. Yeah, they don't say they don't say these are a hundred percent like the originals. Yeah, but you're not. You know. you're paying how much for that? It's a good deal when you look at the um, the Troy guns. The Troy guns are like two grand, and those are about as correct as it gets. And they're still wrong. Uh, so the stock <laughs> is wrong. And then the castle nut is also wrong. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Castle nut is wrong also. It has, it's got new school or old school Red castle nut? It should like, have an old school. It's got yeah, a new school. Flat one. Looks, like, yeah. looks like new school. Well, no, it's not. It's not like a flat one. Um, like the old school one had a dimple. It has, it's got a, like a hole in it to where you stick your spanner wrench into that. Oh, like, right. Okay. Instead of like the castle portion. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they're not perfect. They're not. Um, they've, they've said that in interviews I've done with them, that they're not exactly like the original things. 
they're close. There's some things for different reasons that they had to do like that, but you know. I will tell you that the. Uh, so what are you saying? You're not interested anymore? This is really light. Well, by the way. I I was interested in the 308, and I was almost ready to pull a trigger the other day. Okay. And I'm looking on the website, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'll get one of these. So I I called them up and I said, is there a dealer price on these? No. Okay. And then I said, I see a ten dollar fee to a FFL processing fee, ten dollars. And I'm thinking to myself, who the hell charges ten dollars to be enough to use an FFL? Uh, it's not uncommon. Um, yeah, well, I don't. So that's for them because they have. So, to call so here, this is my question. I'm a, I'm an FFL. Right. So why should I pay an FFL fee? They're verifying that you have an FFL. Oh, that's bullshit, Patrick. That's bullshit. Yeah. Like I, I've worked. So, with, <laughs> that's <laughs> bullshit. I've Every distributor in the world doesn't charge you ten dollars to do that. Um, there are some that do. No, I don't deal with them. I no, no not distributors. No. Now, Brownells is not a distributor, though. They are a retailer. Yeah, and they, uh, these are exclusive. In this case, okay. A couple of things going on here, Walter. These are exclusive to that. I'm not trying to defend them. No, no, no. I understand um, that. I don't. Yeah. I don't have to buy it. No, you don't. You don't. But also, you know, um, I mean, if you want to, I can make some phone calls on your behalf. I'm not about looking. For, I just. I was just asking questions. That I'm sure other people have asked. Yeah. Too. Yeah. You know, but if you really at, seven, like, at 1700 bucks, you know, no, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. You know, I mean, I, I can get another, I can get another MP5 for that much. Yeah. Yeah. I, obviously everyone can't do this, but if you're interested, if you are interested, I can, I, you know, can okay. All right. reach out for you. If they got some scratch and dents. Oh, you want someone, you want a scratch and dent <laughs> one? Is that scratch what and dents, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even think they've got the, the production models. Five no, they don't the yet, 308. supposedly, no. Yeah, also, a lot of them are sold out. I think the 308s aren't out yet, and nope. most of these are sold out already. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if you want to be anal retentive, there's lots of things that are different, but then again, you're not paying five grand for it. Something, yeah, something. And, and what you can do is you can get this, and then you can maybe get the things and change them yourself. I don't know if that's going to be highly expensive for you guys to make those kinds of changes. Like well, the, the XM one seventeen, uh, there's enough to be done there to where like it would warrant me just building my own from scratch if I wanted to be correct. Uh, um, like the M sixteen A one and the M uh, the XM sixteen, those both were pretty damn on. Like they were really good. They did a great yeah. job with those. Yeah, and um, and then the waffle. Well, this is not a waffle mag that comes with this one, but I know the because I I can't remember XM. Uh, blah blah blah. I call it. Uh, what do I call it? What do I call it? Lola. Uh, buzzy buzzy blah blah. That's what I call it. Buzzy buzzy blah blah. All the numbers. You guys will see what I'm talking about tomorrow. I, oh, by the way, I have original Colt 20 round mags. If yeah. you decide to get them. Okay, I'm gonna put out. A, I'm gonna put out a quick video tomorrow on Instagram. But with all the numbers, like I can't remember XM double O X Y Z. XM 177 is a yeah, good yeah. one. Yeah, buzzy 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 blah blah. That's what I call it. In the okay. future, just call this thing the Hank, the Hank One, the Hank Two, the Special Hank, the Strange, the Hank Strange, the Strange Hank. I, I feel like yeah. that is equally confusing. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so the green one, let's go that one. The, the green I one, think, yeah, that's going to be the. That's the. That's, that's going to be the. Uh, the that's the Air Force one, one right? Yeah, that, that one has uh, the waffle mag. So what a right. waffle like what a normal waffle mags uh, cost usually out there in the world <laughs> hundreds of dollars yeah you can't if not thousands really no there's no way it goes to thousands well I don't know if it's thousands but oh, okay. for uh, for a good condition waffle mag absolutely you you okay. can get into the four figures whoa 
Okay, well, they're going to be put, they're going to be making waffle mags. Originally, uh, first of all, they're going to come with the guns, but then they're going to make them. And I don't think it's going to approach that. It might be something like 50 or 75 bucks or something. Um, right? So you can already buy those through, okay. um, what you call it? Uh, and I think these are the people they're having make them. It's uh, Nodex Bud. Nodex they Bud, were yeah. making them for a while. Yeah. Um, now, and correct me if I'm wrong, because the box for this um, had Aero Precision. It was so, it was inside it was inside of its own box, which was inside well, of an arrow precision box. Maybe the arrows build them for them. Then some of them are built by arrow. Some of them are, are uh, Nodak uh, like variants receivers. Uh, so the A one is going to be a Nodak gun for sure. And then I think that the XM sixteen, that one is an arrow upper. I think based on the forge marks yeah and all thumbs wants to know how many inches the barrel is i know this is like your this with this um device that's pinned on here it comes out to 16 so i'm guessing it should what be is 11 11.4 yeah. or something yeah 11 and a half to 12 like yeah so there you go so that's what it is if you want a closer look at it it's all pinned there so um can't really do anything about that nope and um you know one of the guys here was actually in vietnam and I showed him this, and he said it's like you know, like you guys said, it's close, but it's not exactly like what he had. Uh, and he was kind of like seven. a. It's twelve seven. Sorry. Yeah. So, you know, but it's cool though, and very light. You know, and by the way, yeah. who knows? In in when I did the uh, when we did those throwback videos, those retro videos, which character had this gun? Who knows? Which character was rocking this? Maybe. You guys. No, no idea. Yeah, baby skates, baby skates. She was rocking this. Baby skates, uh, Rachel B. So there you go. She had this. You remember there was there was like some stuff they were putting out where they were just showing that part of it next to her skates. Okay. 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 No. You go. No. No. It's not, ring, not ringing any bells. No. Not I to me. I consume a staggeringly low amount of gun content. Oh. Okay. And I got this in. Check it out. What, what is this? So here, let me hold so on. So more sports. Now let me lock this for you so you guys can see this. Turn this is more. actually... Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Don't tell me yet. That's a Defiance, okay. sir. Yeah, it's a Defiance, and it's a, a DMK-22C with the <laughs> buzzy, more buzzy... Sport LVO. Yeah, more buzzy, buzzy, LVOA. blah, blah. <laughs> more sport LVOA. Yeah, the LVOA. Yeah. yeah, that's what the handguard is. Uh, hashtag I, buzzy, buzzy, blah, blah. I have the uh, standard DMK-22 right now. I'll yeah, I have, I have a standard as well, but I really wanted to get this one. So this just came in. By the way, hashtag buzzy buzzy blah blah, trademark Hank Strange. Buzzy, you guys should, uh, you you guys can should have it, it, buddy. You can, you can have <laughs> it. I don't think anybody's going to call their gun to buzzy buzzy blah blah. So. <laughs> you, guys, no. you guys, make sure you put that hashtag out there now because... You like know, you, gonna... you, you've got one foot in like grandpa slippers right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DMK twenty two C. I don't know what them kids calling those guns these days. They're just gonna call Buzzy Buzzy blah blah Buzzy yeah. Buzzy blah blah coming through. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. So I'm I'm gonna start using that hashtag tomorrow. Matter of fact, I'm gonna use that hashtag right now. I'm gonna put it in the chat so that you guys know. <laughs> Let's start the res oh, revolution. Tony, tell me Logan hey, hey. or something. Beat you, man. Uh-huh. Every time you say buzzy, buzzy, blah, blah, your hair gets a little bit more gray in the back. Yeah. It's buzzy, buzzy, blah, blah, blah. There you go. Hashtag oh. buzzy, buzzy, blah, blah, blah. You got to do two buzzies and three blah, blahs. 
Three blocks. Uh, I feel like that's way more work than I would like. <laughs> I'm too to tired for that, Hank. <laughs> nah, really? You guys aren't going to start this? Come on, guys. No, let's, I'm out. Let's I'm, start I'm, the revolution right now. I'm, I'm tapping the, out. This is starting a revolution. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, no, that's so, just, what, so what do you think about that? Yes, yes Patrick. Oh, excuse when me. When are you going to let me try to shoot your, uh, your 50 out to a distance? <laughs> oh, say that again. I'm sorry. What are you gonna let me try to take a shot with your oh, 50 oh, out past oh, a thousand? Oh. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll work on it. Um, <laughs> no, I don't have any problem with you doing it. I mean, yeah. You know. Did you guys exchange info? Um, yeah, we did a shot. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. get you one. It's just I got to get caught up a little bit more. We were behind. Oh we yeah, yeah, yeah. Missing barrels totally and stuff. Is, totally yeah. 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 Okay. See, everyone else is doing it, guys. Everyone else is doing that it. Blah, 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 blah. You gotta put the you gotta put the H in the blah blah. <laughs> I like buzzy booger booga boodoo. <laughs> you gotta put it's two buzzy buzzies like so buzzy buzzy and then blah 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 three of those and it's gotta have an H in it, guys. Come on, let's do. Someone uh, did buzzy booga 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 boodoo. That's exhale. <laughs> that that take uh, it's, it can use too much brain power to do all that, man. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, um, you know, you're not going to help me start a revolution? Seriously? No. Okay. And that's not the kind of revolution I was thinking, actually, so. Oh, okay. And you know what my other problem is? I have a problem with my AK, Walter. So, Patrick, whoa, 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 whoa. Have oh. you, did you see these <laughs> what at Show? What happened yeah, to I it? I saw that uh, you put AKI? it in the dryer, didn't you? No. You know what happened? Mine didn't come, so the, the, it, didn't have the, it didn't come with the recoil spring, damn it. Well, the you need to spring. What happened? Why don't you go find a spring out of like a clicky pen and put it on there? <laughs> oh, I need to do that. You're right. Okay. I'll call your buddy at ATI, man. Bust the yeah. ball. But I was putting it together. You know, see, look, I got my, my little magazine and everything right there. With all loaded up. Mine too, man. I got my dust cover. I put this I, all together. I was making a little video of putting this together. And then I came to realize there's no, there's no friggin' spring. Oh, you've been ripped off. This nah, is so like an AK. One of those. I would have loved to get one of those. I just didn't have time. Yeah. yeah. Um. They're gonna repackage everything. So like, what I got is what came from China. Um. They just bought the exclusive rights in the U.S. ATI, uh, the gun stocks guys. Um. So they're gonna repackage everything, and go through it, and come out with these guns and some other guns, which is gonna be really, really cool. I, I like the idea of this. This gonna be cool. Yeah. yeah. Good way to unwind. Yeah, they got a Barrett knockoff in there. M82 Barrett knockoff. They do. They have. Yeah, I've got a toy one of those also. Here, I'll show you guys again. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh my yeah. lord! This will kill God, me. I hate that rifle so much. <laughs> this will Such just freaking. I was so heavy. One, oh, one time, lord. one time I was talking to some operator type people guys, and they were saying they would set yeah. up and they'd shoot Holy a burst. They'd, they'd shoot a burst of five rounds. And just basically pick up and haul ass because it put up such a dust cloud after. How them. do you pick this up and haul ass with this thing? Oh, so you see that handle that's about midway down? <laughs> yeah. That thing? Yeah. Okay, still. Holy crap. You don't use the stupid uh, monopod either. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. And you know what's funny? Because um, that, that, one, that one belongs to Tony. So he was like, yeah, man, you can shoot that. Do whatever you want oh, with it. I want to shoot it. Yes, which I'm going to do. Here's the funny thing. I drove I in uh, today. I drove in my my Audi, <laughs> and it wouldn't fit very well. I, I don't. I don't think that's gonna fit in there. Put it in the front seat. Oh, you with you with Lola? In the yeah, front Lola. Seat? Yeah, Lola's here. Okay. Yeah, Lola said I could drop the seats down, but I still. I don't Dude, know. Take the top off the bottom. There's two pins. Pull them out. Yeah, I'll have to take it apart or something right like up that. The middle, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna put it in the safe. 
Um, if I can get it into the safe, I will probably take it apart, put it in the safe, and then tomorrow come with my pickup truck. Pick up truck. Like a real man. That's right. <laughs> and yeah. get it. Yeah, so um oh. but yeah, so that be- that you know, that belongs to uh Big Daddy. Okay. And we could totally shoot it whenever we want to. Too bad we don't have any place we can really blaze away with some API. An API T I have all that stuff. So what what uh what is that? Armor piercing incinerary and armor piercing incinerary tracer. Oh, so we have to go to a special place to shoot. Well, no, you don't want to start a fire, do you? Uh, in the woods. Yeah, we got <laughs> a pit. We we can shoot it in the pit. That's not that's that's not far enough. Oh, it's not far enough. The tracer oh. won't even start tracing hardly at that distance. So. Oh, true, true. Uh, yeah, you got no, we got to take it out into the desert somewhere. The wide open spaces. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well. Um, not like I remember the last time I was in the in the desert in Vegas, there were cows out there. <laughs> like there was the mountains, and then there was yeah. cows. <laughs> mm. and I was like, mm, targets. Move. We didn't, move. we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. No. no yeah. Nice. Uh, LV Louis Cipher did hashtag Buzzy Buzzy blah blah. 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 He didn't blah. do the third blah. You left off the third blah. You got to do mm. the third blah in there. That's my new code word. When for, you guys, when you, no, when you guys post stuff, just tag me there. But that's my code word for what the hell is all the damn numbers on things. Okay, okay. It's so confusing in my old age. Oh my god. Yeah. If I okay, if I'm a nerd like Patrick, super nerd, nerd status, then I can remember no, I all of that. Remember, it, it's not hard. Really? Um, no. Is that is that what you say to all the ladies? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it is Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right, what did you guys? So, what's going on for Valentine's Day with you guys? Uh, I'm about to hit the hang up button here in just a second and go get myself some. Uh, you gonna go get busy? My wife and I, and uh, yeah. we're gonna get some. Lola, pass me the donuts. Um, so <laughs> someone's asking Patrick, "What is your next hammer testing, or what are you hammer texting next?" Look, oh, I want to be running through about 150 guns at some point here pretty soon. Yeah, you guys um, got, got a you got a people. I've, I've got a couple people locally that um, are on board with me bringing my hammer of doom in and checking like all of the guns that they have on rent, as well as another facility that's got a bunch of, that I can mess with as well. So, oh, cool. So you're gonna have a hammer marathon. Yeah, man. Uh, I think I'm going to probably schedule one a week for the next, like, year plus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, um, I mean, <laughs> you know. Dude, I, roll with it. Roll with it. By the way, Lola brought in donuts here, like oh, Valentine's wow. donuts. Or, I'm supposed to be on a diet, so she didn't bring it in for me. And she brought it in for the editing guys who ate some, but not all of them. See that? Oh, Heart-shaped donuts, and they smell so fresh and lovely. Oh, um, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to eat these. No, you're not. Uh, oh, <laughs> they're gonna get wasted. No, no, you're not. So why did you bring uh, them over here? They were for the kids. Oh yeah, Lola brought these in for the young guys in here, editing and everything. But for the they children, plans, so they weren't out. Yeah, yeah. So, you have people editing for you. Uh, I got a, I have a team. I have a, what I call my crack team because we they, we pay them with crack. <laughs> But uh, I am building a team over here. I think I told you that we're building a platform and all that stuff, right? No. Yeah. yeah we are. <laughs> no. I didn't tell you that? Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We are. We are. I can't really put out too many details about it right now, but we are building a platform. 
We're doing uh, several other very cool things that we'll be able to talk about in the coming weeks. You know, so yes, there's a team and all that kind of stuff going on over here. And, you know, they're helping me to produce this show. At some point here, we're going to move this show over to that platform. And when we do that, we won't have any more of these problems. We're building something where people will be able to say what they need to say. You know, not not just uh, gun guys. We're making it for everyone. So um, wait, you, you're, you're putting one together. Jaeger's putting one together. I I don't know what the Matt. hell Jaeger's doing, um, but we are. We're Same just, thing. We're serious about what we're doing. Um, I think that's the huge difference. I, well, yeah. he's, he raised like 60 grand to build his out. Okay. Um, it's take more than that. Yeah, it's going to take more than that. We've already spent more than that, but I'm pretty sure most of that went Ooh. in his pockets. <laughs> I can tell you that much. <laughs> oh, so, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm just saying uh, that's what, 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 he, what, he, what he's got. Yeah, absolutely. And, and listen, I'm not against other people doing other things. No, that's good, man. Competition's good. Absolutely. Full 30 is out there. I'm on full 30. Um, from what I hear from Mac, you know, full 30 is going to be stepping up and all that kind of stuff, which is good. You know, I support all of that and I will continue to support those kinds of things. But I think we need to have um, some different options out here. And we're taking an incredibly serious um, go at this. And it's not just me. It's an entire team here. There's funding, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I am just like to, a representative. Uh, I'm kind of like what you would, what they were going to call an evangelist. Spread I would call you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, Patrick? I, I would call call you that. Yes. Evangelist would be an accurate descriptor. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> evangelical. That's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, I think I want to I want to um, I want to help other people like me be bigger than me. That's my point of doing things. I think you have to think about that when you look at people. If you look at someone doing something and what's the most important to them is them, you know, getting the spotlight and all that kind of stuff. That's all well and good. Um, what I'm interested in doing is making, giving people opportunities I didn't have and helping them go further, faster and higher than I've gone. And uh, hopefully we're, we're able to do that. We are working on it and as soon as I can announce the stuff to you guys, I will. There's actually several different things going on. So that's how I wound up having like a team. I'm here in the, this is like an actual studio thing going on here now. It's not a, it's not a, I, it started out no, as like, I, I, was I did hear about this thing. Okay. okay. We're, we're going to talk about it later. Uh, Cause I know, I know what's going on. I got to okay. talk with somebody else about it. So. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, I'm sure there's some rumors and things like that floating around out there. And they've seen they no. shoved they shoved Hank in that little bitty corner right there. That's his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's gonna be a lot of stuff. Him and his balls over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on. You might uh, uh, you might hear me on the airwaves on like radio airwaves or sometime. No, I know. I know. I, I heard some stuff. So like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we we can talk about that later. Let's leave right. everybody else out of the loop for the time being. Yeah. I see Jonathan and Ty, uh, from Tactical Toolbox is uh, calling people sexy cinnamon in the in the chat. Oh, which is oh, there you go. He's <laughs> sexy cinnamon. Super awkward. Jonathan. Yeah, what's that? that's like beyond awkward. Sexy is he like, talking you, about you, me? Because I am sexy cinnamon. You didn't call me like sexy ginger. That didn't happen. I'm, I'm hurt no, and <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna prank call you all night now. Valentine's Day is ruined for you. <laughs> oh, John, you don't you don't you don't know what you started jonathan it's on yeah is someone's name on here hank never calls me out is that someone's name or i see there's a person in the chat their name looks like hank never calls me out 
That's I interesting. Mean, I feel like if they were in the chat being belligerent, that they might get called out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or if you change your name to Hank or Strange or something like that, I guess, you know. Um, it, but definitely what's up to Tactical Toolbox, Jonathan, you know, he needs to bring his butt and come on the show at some point again. I mean, you know, probably something he should do. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but we're happy to have him. He's too know. busy uh, building Gucci Glocks out of Polymer 80 frames. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> getting all getting all jiggy hey, what's with up? it. I, is, uh, am I, have I seen correctly? There's a outfit now that has a 1911 polymer frame. Uh, yeah, there is a, a, ATI American Tactical Imports. They've got one. Okay. Okay. Anybody do anything with it yet? Or um, I've shot it at an event, and I was. I don't want to say unimpressed, but I think that there's some changes that need to be made. It's got like really heavy finger grooves, which piss me off. Yeah, I'm not a big finger groove person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but like, I don't know. They've got a ported model on it that works like sort of. Huh. Well, that's cool you know. somebody else come out with something else. Yeah. I told them that they need to do it, uh, you know, do something that takes double stack mags. And like has porting that's functional and not worry about the cloud of gas obscuring the front sight like a dope. Yeah. yeah. But that 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 was that was at the event where um, you know, I apparently was a, a little bit more on the belligerent side. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I mean, you, you guys know me. We, we've done live chats enough. No, me. you're not it's belligerent at all. You're, you're really fucking belligerent. <laughs> if, some, if somebody's talking nonsense, if it's garbage, you know, if there's garbage literally coming out of their mouth, I'm going to call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know? Well, I know. Uh, listen, man, I like what you do. I got no complaints about what you do, what you say, and all yeah, that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. um, so I'm gonna turn to the chat because I think we're running out of time. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to go through to the the, see what it's. It, there's no, there's really no news there, other than you know, obviously no, the news we already spoke of. I'll yeah. tell you what, we, we can talk about some of the recent videos. Um, yeah, not a lot of crow dancers came out. So. I'm listening. Uh, yeah, so we talked some about some of the recent uh, videos that I posted on Firearm Rack. Uh, kind of like the gun industry's dirty little secret video. We can talk about yeah. that. But next time I want to coordinate. So uh, well, say questions. that again. Say that again. You said the industry's dirty little secret. What was it? Yeah, yeah. The gun industry's dirty little secret about how the T and E process works, and uh, <laughs> you know how people don't want to make waves, so they keep T and E product flowing. Oh, yeah. Right. So I didn't know mm-hmm. if anybody in the chat had any questions about how the industry works, both on the YouTube side or the print side, because I do work in both. Yeah, um, it's um, it's a crazy situation and people use that um, as leverage and all that kind of stuff. I think that lots of companies out there don't really have respect for folks that are making uh, that are doing what we're doing. And obviously, there's lots of different people and some people get into this just for the free stuff. I never yeah. did this for the free stuff. I've always spent more money than whatever money comes in. Um, you know, and honestly, I've always tried to figure out a way to not do the T and E thing. We still do that. We still get things that come in uh, T and E's from here or there, but it's a pain in the ass. Well, I mean, here's my thing. Um, I mean, I, I know there are a lot of YouTubers that feel this way. I don't want a free gun because it's more stuff that uh, I've got a store in my house. Like I, I currently have a large fifty, uh, you know, square foot safe that is full 
like I don't have any more room. I'm selling guns currently to make sure that I don't damage some of my my nicer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I probably need to get another safe. But like, you know, at what point do you say, okay, well, I've got four safes at this point. And they're all packed full of crap. Like, what do I do now? Um, yeah. But yeah, like. I, I don't really want free guns, but I also don't want to send back something that they can't reuse. And that's kind of how my testing pro- process works. You know, most people, when they're reviewing a gun, they put like two or 300 rounds through it. And that's the extent of it. Like they mm-hmm. go and they, they shoot to get their photos and then they do like a ransom rest or, you know, something else uh, to get an accuracy test out of it. And that's the extent of their testing, period. Um, like I'm shooting a thousand rounds a week out of something, uh-huh. you know, and mm-hmm. when I send it back after three, four weeks, it's, it's pretty beat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, find, finding people that, that just say, you know what, you're going to sell a bunch of these people are going to, you know, look at the video. Here's a gun, do what you want to do with it. I don't care what you do with it. Melt, with, melt it when you're done. I don't care. Um, you know, do your thing. You know, and that's, that's not easy because there are a lot of dudes out there that are looking for that free stuff. Yeah, sometimes that whole look, the whole thing becomes it get, it gets crazy even if it's not a gun, you know? Um like there's times um I think this happened recently with the Roni that we requested the Roni, we did something with it and put it out there and all that kind of stuff and then they were like, "Okay, send the thing back." And we're like, "Yeah, send us the shipping label." And we went through this process over months, like 6 months or a year or something like that and they never sent it. And then they're like, "Yeah, we're billing you for this thing." Oh, you know, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, there's it's just like, all kinds of crazy things like that that happen. Yeah. And I think ultimately, you know, um, it, it's a cra- it's a crazy process, man. I, I have some ideas of things that we can do to maybe change up some of this stuff or, or whatever, but it, I don't I've think heard. we can ever solve it. No, I mean, you're hearing a lot of stuff, man. You got spies everywhere. Hey, Patrick, you you, you don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> what was that? What was go- what's going on? Walter? No, just to refresh my memory, Patrick, it's the firearms rack. Firearm you're, rack. The firearm so rack. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you looking on YouTube? Because if you're looking on YouTube, it's YouTube.com/slash firearm rack. Okay. If you just do a Google search, though, it's. Uh yeah, just firearm, firearm rack. Yeah, firearm rack. Okay, that's what I'm. That's what I'm messing up. I'm putting the S on the end of the thing. Yeah, I don't know why people do that. I don't know because that used to happen when I was at my old job. People consistently pluralize firearm, and uh, there's not a need to. Right, right. right no. <laughs> you know, you can't I don't, help I don't it. Get... It's buzzy, buzzy, blah, blah, blah. Oh my god! Hey, it looks like I uh, jumped up over eighteen thousand subs. I'm at eighteen thousand two hundred fifty-seven as of right now. That's awesome. Awesome! Congratulations. Man. So I'm, I'm just to make sure I'm in the right place. Um, right now, the front of it's got a black writing and a kind of a black motif on the front. Or, or I mean, are you on the YouTube channel? I'm on the as a dot com firearmrack dot com. Yeah, I mean, if it's firearmrack.com, yes, that's the correct place. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, Screaming Skull Saloon wants to know if anyone has a good life hack for scraping an AR bolt. I uh, don't. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Walter? There's not a reason. Guess, well, for cleaning yeah, the back, cleaning yeah, the the back of the AR bolt? Yeah. Maybe that's um, what he's... Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know what I do a lot of times in the shop? I walk over the wire wheel on the grinder and hit on the back of the wire wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and I maintain, it, knocked, but it knocks it right off in a second. So, I mean... Without hardly any fussing with, but you're very pink. That's just me. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so you know what? It's I think we're close to the nine o'clock if we're not there already. Uh, we should probably wrap this up. So I'm okay. sure everyone needs to go. So Patrick, um, what things you want to point, what directions you want to point people in, man, before we get out of here? Uh, so yeah, just uh, head over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash firearm rack. There is no S in there. Okay. Um, Walter. You can also visit me online at firearmrack.com. I've got a couple of other guys. That yeah, like leave off there. the S for savings. <laughs> um, there's a couple other dudes that write for me over there. I've got Dan Zimmerman. I've got uh, Daniel Reedy over there as well. Both of them do wonderful work. Um, I also write, uh, you can find me at uh, recoilweb.com as well. So I've started writing for Recoil, uh, breachbankclear.com and ammoland.com uh all three of those entities believe in what i believe in i'm allowed to speak the truth there and i don't need to toe the line for advertisers so you can find my unfiltered words there um instagram is at the patrick roberts you can find me on facebook at uh, facebook.com slash firearm rack as well okay awesome thanks for jumping on uh short notice and i think you worked out something to come back on i i or you're going to, right? Probably, yeah. 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 I mean, like, we, we need to figure out, like, uh, what we're doing. But, um, you yeah, know, I'm hoping that you're doing the sign-off so we can kind of hash those details out now and I can get my wife yeah. some Chinese food that she requires for Valentine's Day. <laughs> right. That's our thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we're doing that. Walter, what do you have going on? Um, Facebook, Instagram, keep an eye on that. Um, we're working on our machine and parts. Uh, hopefully going to have these HK stocks pretty soon for the world to play with. Um, what else is going on? Military vehicle rallies coming up down here in Florida. I think 22nd, 23rd, February. Um, anybody's interested in that first Florida chapter military vehicle club. That's a place that website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that kind of stuff, man. Just, uh, just working, getting things done, okay. trying to, trying to get uh, back on uh, track after shot. So, right. Awesome. Okay, cool. All right. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. I mean, we still have like well over a hundred people hanging out with us, even though we're about to sign off. What was this thing? The XM 177. XM 177. Yeah. Buzzy, buzzy, blah, blah, blah. XM 177. From, from Brownells. It's very cool. Um, Seriously. You know, every time you say that, I envision like an old black guy with gray <laughs> hair, you know, like a cut to a mohawk wearing like a sweater vest yes. and some like shitty blue button up shirt. Yes. And some like, flip-flops. Are you on. an oracle of some sort? <laughs> no. And like, I'm, I'm seeing like, khaki pants like not the the trendy like slick front kind but the kind mm-hmm. that have the pleats in them you know <laughs> like some some like low rent dockers and then like red slippers okay and what kind of car is he driving oh you do you, you it's like a 25 year old cadillac come on it's a 25 year old cadillac and that motherfucker is maroon yeah with a, dent, <laughs> with, a with a with a broken passenger rear taillight taillight <laughs> So, so good. That's so spot on. <laughs> All right. Listen, we're getting out of here. I want to thank everyone. Thank everyone in the chat. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel and then click the notification button. That's how you'll know that we're doing stuff. So make sure you subscribe. Please thumbs up this. Leave comments and questions and stuff like that. Uh, thanks, everyone in the chat. Thanks all the people that make this possible. Safety Harbor Firearms, Andrews Custom Leather, and of course, Big Daddy Guns over there since we can't do the lower third right now. Um, thanks to everyone that came through the panel. That's Joe13C Reviews. Make sure you guys check them out. Kevin from NLC Firearms. Of course, Patrick from the Firearm Rack. And of course, Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. We're out of here. I'm going to hit the button. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to do it.